0: All right, welcome to the Sebe Cast number thirty-two with B five. B five, what's up, man? Good to have you on. Yo, hello,
1: Sebe. Welcome everyone to big number thirty-two. <laughs> um, my name's B five. My name's also Mark. Some people
0: know me by. Um, would you like me to start? Sebe, go or? go for it. I mean, this is a this is a Sebe Cast. You don't understand. There is no structure to these. You just.
1: Yeah, so uh I I'm really thankful Sebe invited me on. I love talking about the game in RuneScape. A lot of my friends know I'll talk their ear off when they give me the chance. So
0: um yeah, let's, let let's go into it. So who who exactly are you? What are you what I guess what are you known for? We can right, like start off with like a good question. How do people know you without knowing you? Yeah, I mean, a lot of
1: different things is the thing. I feel like a lot of people get a lot of different sides of me. Uh, I'm pretty big into RuneScape mechanics. I, I talk about them, and I feel like I understand them pretty well. And I post a lot of like funny, like edge cases of RuneScape mechanics. I've been in the bug abuse community in and out um, for pretty much for, uh, since 2013. I mean, um, I really got to know Drew. Uh, really well. About two years ago, and And who's Drew? Ooh, Drew is Hacker Boy. Uh, (laughs) he runs a Bug Abuse Twitter. Um, he doesn't have a huge like public persona. Okay, but he's just kind of he's big. He's kind of the he he's he's kind of the social guy in the Bug Abuse community. He, He kind of glues everyone together in a
0: sense. Okay. Um, like, I know who he is, but just for those listening, like...
1: Yeah, super smart guy. Uh, he, him and I more or less started the Summit um, at the end of 2019. And I, I feel, maybe this is just my perspective, but I feel like the Summit was kind of birthed out of uh, just kind of DMs that... We're going around. It seemed like there was kind of like a web of conversation happening at DMs. And kind of the idea was to get everyone who's smart talking about the game in
0: one place. That's how, where the summit came out of. So, so what? Okay, so I'm a first of all, I'm a big fan of the summit. I think it's awesome. I always pop in there and like read threads that are... I just lurk in there basically. Sometimes I'll ask things when it's like, necessary and then whenever i ask anything i'm like this is such a dumb thing to ask (laughs) (laughs) because everyone here is a five head but like um (laughs) but no i i really admire that like we have this thing now this like nice collaborative Mm -hmm. platform where we can just talk and yeah for sure i'll be honest like just to give a shout out to summit like i have never felt like unsafe or like uncomfortable talking about Mm -hmm. things i feel like everyone's very friendly and everyone is yep. like understanding, and like there's no negativity, hardly. And it's yeah, it's just a really nice place. Like I'll just go in there, and I'll just feel totally cool to ask anything, and mm-hmm. you know. So, shout yeah, out I'm. I'm,
1: I'm uh, we we can talk about the summit for a bit because yeah. I, I love to talk about the summit. I, I mean, we we definitely tried to. It, from the beginning, it's been about kind of fostering a, a community more more than anything, you know. Yeah, and. Just getting people comfortable. We, we love when people ask questions because, you know, we're all nerds who love explaining and answering questions. Yeah. Um, it, it's almost a shame that we have to be exclusive about it. it. It's, I think people get the wrong idea about like, obviously, we don't let a lot of people like into the group, but it's more about like, we, we share information very freely in the summit, you know, and. Like, a lot of the information we share isn't information that we want to be public. And even though, you know, there's 50-odd people in the Discord, everyone in there is, like, really good about keeping what's in the Summit in the Summit. And we don't do any, like, major leaks, you know. Like, we don't talk about anything game-breaking in there. But, you know, we will we will share some stuff with everyone. So,
0: if you're just looking around the Summit, like, you, you learn a lot about the game, just... Yeah, just reading everything. Just literally like going past like, uh, like sometimes I'll 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 wake up in the morning and I'll go on something and I'll just like scroll up like eight hours or something and see what I missed overnight and some crazy shit where like inspires me to go like try something. Oh my god! Yeah, your
1: your vids. Yeah, your vids are all real cool. I like some of the stuff. Yeah, some. Not all of it,
0: but some maybe. (laughs) No, I I I like. I don't know if you watched um the battle royale at all. But, no, but uh, the, they, were, they were doing like the two tick. Oh, yeah, shout outs, Inferno and Lane. But um, now they were doing the two tick dark crabs, and every time they'd do it, the people in the chat would start adding me. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny, yeah. It but cool. I, I like West Ham when he was um, he was like theory crafting what his route would be for the rookies battle royale, and he was like. I was in a Discord call with him, and he was asking about 2-tick Amethyst and 2-tick Dark Crabs and stuff. And I was just, like, <laughs> trying to explain yeah. it to a PKer who has no idea <laughs> oh, yeah. how to tick manipulate. Yeah, <laughs> so, Addy
1: Khan was uh, asking us about stuff in voice the other day. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Spanning his route <laughs> Learning mining mechanics so you can learn how to 1.5 the rune rocks and stuff. I sent him your video
0: about 1.5 rune Oh, yeah. Rune rock. I saw him trying to 1.5 tick, like, a random like tree and was like yeah that's not how, <laughs> yeah. that's not how it works but i mean yeah. you can just stand there you don't have to move but <laughs> oh, um okay so i want to hear so for those and there are people because there's i've i've had people just from my own stream come to me and ask me about summit and like if they could get in or like what they would have to do yeah. so just for the general public like what who is invited to the summit and like what are like kind of the requirements and i know it's by like a case by case thing right if you can go into that
1: yeah that's a tough question so um the goal of the summit is obviously we want to just understand the game as best that we can and and find find like find like the small stuff in the game you know that people might have overlooked and especially like how how they work mechanically we we have an application process where anyone's able to send us stuff and be like, yo, can can we get in? And the the thing we look for most is creativity and like being able to find stuff and think through stuff on your own. So there's no there's no blueprint for it, you know. Yeah. I mean we, we we the goal is to encourage discussion and so we really take who we think would be the best at um, adding to the discussion, and starting the discussion. So if you send us, like, uh, for, for those that don't know, actually, um, so the summit, the, the people in charge are obviously me, Drew, we have Port Cazard, and GE Challenge him. And then I think Deer, Deer kind of, he's an admin. He takes kind of like a, um, he, he's not super active, I, I guess, is the best way to put it. But um, uh, really, I, I feel like it's us pushing it forward and it's us who review the apps and if you can present something like mechanical or something clever that just between the four of us like has never been considered you're you're i mean you're pretty much a lock you know and and that's that's easier said than done because we're all nerds who have combed the game over a million times so
0: (laughs) (laughs) have you ever watched Spaceballs? Just, oh when i was young i'm uh, just, I'm just thinking I, I know come in the desert <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all i thought uh-huh. about when you
1: said that just,
0: Uh huh. that's funny
1: so it's about it's about being novel and being um unique i guess yeah and it's hard it, it's it's definitely hard
0: like we're, we're rough on people for sure yeah but that's yeah. what makes a summit like great is <laughs> like you just go in there and like there's no there's nobody there that's like not meant to be there really yeah, like that's how all, I feel, for sure. We all feel the same way about the game. We're all nerdy. We There's mm-hmm. no, like, I don't know, hostility or anything, so. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's good to know. So, it is a case-by-case for those looking, like. Mm-hmm. Um, and
1: everyone's welcome, everyone's welcome to apply. We have a whole process for it, so send us
0: a DM. I'll have the Twitter. Is it through Twitter?
1: Yeah, you, you can, can just DM this the summit Twitter or okay. find one of us on Discord. It's. It's pretty relaxed. Uh, it's a real relaxed environment. So.
0: Okay. Okay. I want to know more about you now. When did you start playing RuneScape as a kid? I assume, and then uh, mm-hmm. just tell tell your journey of like the game up until, I guess, old school, and then up until now.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, I don't remember the specific start date. I remember I had the Halloween 2006 uh, event items on my original main back in the day and I think I'm 24 now um what what, what would I be in 2006 nine so I was like nine years old uh so that's that's really young I feel like yeah would I be nine I was
0: nine when I started I was nine when I started in 2004 so
1: yeah nine that
0: sounds great. and then you know like you don't really play a ton when you're (laughs) you try to play a ton but you're I mean my parents would only (laughs) allow me an hour I was
1: I was homeschooled when I was young uh up until the age 10. I was homeschooled. So I think I remember I used to go kill minotaur's. It was like the OG 2007 like um and I'd be killing minotaur's in free to play like trying to not do my homework but uh I really got into RuneScape a bit more. Um when Great Orb project came out, I think I was like 11, maybe 12, maybe 13 so somewhere in there between like 12 and 13 i think and i was playing great or project and free to play a lot what's that and
0: what's what's great or project
1: yeah so they they released a mini game which was available to everyone and it's a room crafting mini game but uh, so people would do it for room crafting experience especially if you're like a level three people would do it for room crafting okay. experience um and the game was super cool there were like these it would teleport you around these you can still play it in rs3 but it would teleport you around these the room crafting altars and there are these orbs that would fly around and you'd have to like click the orb and like when when you were interacted with the orb it would like come towards you and um and you would have to get it to the altar but the really cool part is in order to like optimize this like people were like finding out the line of sight algorithms and stuff and like finding all these like cool like optimizations they could do with that. Mm. And so to me when I was like twelve, um people who were adults then were like explaining to me like what a tick was and stuff. And I was like, oh that's that's so cool. Like I just thought it was sick, you know? Yeah. Um and there are people in the community who are already into like bug abuse stuff who were talking. I, I I thought that was all just really fun. Um there was one guy named Red Tunnel. He was I think the second ever level three to max in the entire game, RS3. Okay. Uh, back in like 2009 or something. And uh, he, he pl- would play Great Or Project with us. Uh, so he, he started me in the level three community. Um, which I've been in since. And so fast forward, I got a laptop for Christmas, like 2012, and I played... Um, it's like, oh, sick, I can play RuneScape on the
0: go now, kind of thing. Yeah.
1: It was, like, right before EOC. Or
0: probably, like, a year before that. It's, so like, 2011 before EOC dropped. I just love how, like, and... a laptop is just such a life hack. Just, like, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. When you hit your first one, you're like, oh, my God, unlimited power.
1: Yeah, it was, it was huge. Um, So I started playing a bit more, like, 2012, 2013, right around the EOC time. Still playing the level 3, like, going for max or whatever. Yeah. It's like, 15, 16. Uh, and there's this guy named Paffum, uh P-A-F-M, also known as Lapu Suakis, He's Finnish, not to dox him, but um, he was a level 3. And he is one of like, the OG bug abusers, in my opinion, up there with like Plague Doctor in them. Um, and I would see him doing all this like cool bug abuse stuff on a level 3, and I would think, oh, that is, that is so cool. But I, I got to know him a bit. I think he's a bit older. I was a teenager. He was, I think, I think he was an adult, excuse me, by then. Um, he's in the, he's in the summit. Did I, did I say that? I've seen him, I think. When you said Path, Yeah. Him, it sounded... Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's in the summit now, which is
0: really cool that he's still around. But... So he still, like, actively plays, or is he just there, like, kind of just chilling? I think he just chills, um... <laughs> That's yeah, cool, he he
1: DMs me every once in a while asking questions about stuff we're doing, which is really cool because I I I like I really looked up to him when I was young when I was fifteen or sixteen.
0: What and... ma- what makes Finnish people such gamers? Like, <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, like they're so smart. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's super smart. Yeah. Okay. Um.
1: So when I was like a teenager, he would, he would explain like some old bug abuse concepts to me, kind of like like you know he, he would. Like taught me the basics, kind of thing of the game, like how th- how the queue works and how you can flood it and stuff like that. He knew all that back then. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. The, the bug abuse, <laughs> right? The the bug abuse community is like knew so much before. Wow, we were okay. ever on the scene, like, and they they had some stuff wrong, right? Like, especially in 0- 07, Um
0: Yeah, things were different in like pretty so yeah, OC. I'm imagining right
1: yeah like they didn't have the engine figured out quite as well as we do now i think but that's also because the pre-eoc engine would change completely every like two years and we've had the benefit of using the same mechanics for seven eight um so Pathum got me started like thinking about the game like heavier i did some i did some cool bug abuse stuff in like 2012
0: 2013 i think right when eoc dropped the game was like completely broken
1: so it was like wide
0: open so when when you when you're talking about bug abuse, what kind of bug abuse are you talking about? Is it like malicious, or is it just for prestigious accounts, or what? Like, for, so the I audience mean, can know, I guess. Um.
1: So, you know, it toes it toes the line. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm like assuming it's, it's bug abuse. So, so pathum taught me that, we, and we can. <laughs> I'm going to talk about. It some mechanics stuff later but there's uh there's a thing called the queue the player queue in old school or in, in both versions of runescape and somewhere around 2008 uh so the way it works is that every tick your queue gets iterated and commands are run and like damage is like a queued command right and that's why you can like delay it with a stall you know yeah um so you can have you can have like uh like a whole series of commands that run on you every tick. And what they knew back then is that there was a limit to how many commands could be in the queue at once, right? And I'm sure it's not... A, it doesn't work like that way in 07, but I'm sure that, like, Jagex was... It was kind of like a fail-safe, like we don't want too many commands to run at once kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the caveat to that is if you reached the limit of the command queue that you just couldn't queue any more commands after that and i think if you were like at the limit where you're trying to queue commands and you couldn't it would like it would like crash your character for a tick and it would like drop some scripts that were supposed to run you know interesting and so that obviously sounds at least like kind of inherently malicious you know yeah um but what you could do is you could it still works this way in RS3, but you could uh, you could stack up a bunch of commands, and there's a ton of videos, old bug abuse videos about this on YouTube. But you could stack up a bunch of commands, and then like teleport away from somewhere, and you could smuggle in, like items and stuff because the uh, command that would delete the item would just get lost, you know? Yeah. Um, so we were doing that kind of stuff just to like get cool items and stuff, and you could like complete quests that you weren't normally able to do, stuff like that um the one bug i've found myself that i thought was clever was when e o c came out um you, you know like the autocast system
0: uh, uh I just mean, in general right like yeah, auto casting spell old school so yeah.
1: It, yeah it became really weird because like you could auto attack but in e o c there's also like abilities and stuff like that and so they had to like kind of like reconcile like having to spell an autocast but being able to use abilities. And what I what I found is if you like boost it above your magic level and put a spell on, and then like boost it so you're normal, you could still use abilities with the damage boost from the spell, but you couldn't auto attack with it. Does that make sense? I mean, kind. Of, I don't
0: know much about RS three uh-huh. at all. I never played it, so
1: so you, like if you're like one magic, you could boost up to like seven. You could put water, what strike on auto cast, and then you could. Once you're de boosted, you could still keep it oh. on auto cast still use abilities with the spell. You just couldn't like auto attack with it. It would turn off. Interesting. Right? Okay. Um so I was like, ooh, what if you could like somehow get um like a big spell on autocast and then you could just use the damage bonus on any account, you know? Yeah. So I had that idea. I spent like a few weeks looking for it. Finally I found like it's kind of an epiphany. Um there's like a combat tutorial you could go in. And you could, like, uh, like it would let you auto-cast any spell in there on any account. And then you could put it on auto-cast and then die to leave. And then uh, you'd have fire switch on auto-cast on a level 3, which was really cool. Yeah. I-, I thought this was sick. Because at the time, you could go PK. You didn't get combat experience in the Wildy. So when I was, like, 15 or 16, I was, like, camping that in the Wilderness. A lot of, like, people in the level 3
0: community still remember that I would lo- lock them out of warbands. bands. So for that <laughs> I'm I'm a little curious. So when uh-huh. when the uh <clears throat> I guess there's like a, a a fine line between like acceptable bug abuse, like right. that we know now like for example, the easy one is just one tick flicking or just n- not ever losing prayer points, things like that. Like where do like there's so many quirky bugs in this game that we just right. now accept. So I guess my question is like i don't know where i don't yeah, even know no, if this I, is a question but like no, I, I
1: get it that, yeah. I, I think that's a great question because so old school kind of completely changed the precedent right because um before old school came out in like regular runescape there is no like, promise that things are going to be the cha- same in the future, right? Yeah. XP rates get like slashed and it's fine, kind of thing, right? Like, there, there's no like in, in old school, obviously, if you slash the woodcutting XP rate, like people are going to be mad, yeah. you know? But in RS3, it's like, okay, like you should have woodcut when you had the chance, kind of thing. So, back in the day, there was zero precedent that things would stay the same. They wouldn't get patched, right? Yeah. Um so it was a
0: lot different back then in, in that regard like no voting it's it's weird to think that there was no polling it's just like whatever comes out comes out you know. Right. And they wouldn't announce it. They would just Yeah, it's just drop. boom there. <laughs> New that's mining like every game <laughs> now except for old school, but I only play old school so that's like all I know. Uh, <laughs> you'd log in and mining rates had doubled since you'd gone <laughs> to sleep
1: and you're just like okay, whatever. Like this um, is the game now. Yeah. <laughs> right uh so but old school is completely different because the whole point is things stay the same right yeah like that's why that's why we play. that's kind of like the whole draw of old schools things are gonna stay the same and so they have a lot trickier of a time walking that bug abuse line, you know Yeah. because there were bugs that have existed since day one that they changed seven years later kind of thing you know yep and they have a lot harder of a decision deciding, like how much they should mess with the engine and how much they should leave it, how it's always been. And, um, I, I don't have an answer. Obviously it's, there's a lot of people working at Jagex
0: and they all might have a slightly different opinion on what they can change and what they can't. What, what I, what I tend to hear is like, I mean, I used to hear this a lot. I guess I don't hear it much anymore. I don't browse Reddit as much, but, I remember hearing, like, people just so against any form of tick manipulation, they want the whole game to be, like, AFK-scape, yeah. <laughs> and it, like, right, bothers yeah. me, but... Yeah,
1: uh, I hate that, because it's, like, if you've played since day one, like, it's just weird, because the the vibe on, in the first couple years, was, like, anything goes, kinda, you know, yeah. like, we're playing this game, the mods are kinda just letting us do whatever, kind of thing like obviously major bugs they would patch but like anything just that's like slightly smart that's not like major you know yeah they would just roll with
0: kind of thing i can it would be crazy if at the beginning of old school they were patching things like you know just that four tick barbarian where they were chopping Mm -hmm. the tree and then going back yeah Yeah. imagine they took a hard stance on shit like that where it's like no that's not how it's supposed to be you gotta force Uh. yourself to afk because that would have been the most depressing game ever, because um, uh-huh. I guess the example I always think of when they did something like that was Zolcano, where you could mm-hmm. 1.5 tick the rocks and the boss, and then be- yeah. because of, like, a huge surge of Reddit, they just completely patched it without any discussion right. on it or anything. Just,
1: But I think that's fine for, like, new content, you know? I think that's okay for stuff they just released.
0: I- I'm perfectly
1: fine i'm not i, I feel like <laughs> i so. have no
0: i was so butthurt <laughs> because i was having the time of my life for like a week i was hard can i was staying i was losing sleep just playing it because <laughs> i was having so much fun and it was just competitive it was like a competitive atmosphere and then they just turned it into this like boring rng fest where it's like you have no control really
1: yeah, I mean, I think they should leave stuff like that, but I'm not gonna be like, "You have no right." Yeah, because thing. it's
0: like brand new content; it's not like it matters that much. It hasn't been in the game for years.
1: Yeah, like the the vision the original J mods had is just like was so much different than yeah. what it's become because the ga- the game's grown. You know, it's becoming more monetized. They they kind of have to, yeah, like like they they thought they thought it was just like a fun thing that probably wasn't too important at the beginning, you know. Which is crazy, yeah. So they they kind of approached it completely differently because it just was like this like sandbox we had almost that probably was
0: gonna die in a year. They they felt like so. <laughs> yeah, they're all just insane. like preparing to move on so from Gagex. Like, Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm kind of curious. What kind of player are you? Are you for those out there like are you a skiller, a PVMer, or do you just kind of play and discover? You know cool bugs and stuff like that in the game like what do you do in this game when you log in
1: yeah um it's a good question uh i used to skill i used to skill a lot at the beginning i loved in early 07 i loved room crafting i got i had 99 room crafting on two accounts before zayrc came out so mm-hmm. i was doing like double nats and stuff for 99s um but nowadays, I don't I don't really have... I don't feel any incentive to, like, get XP on an account, you know? Like, yeah. I don't have a maxed account anymore. Um, uh, so I, I don't... Like, I would have loved to keep progressing BEA 5, the level 3 that I had. Yeah. Uh, but since that kind of got banned, um, you know, through the whole thing, uh, I haven't really been a player kind of thing.
0: I've just kind of been more interested
1: in, like, some of the
0: technical stuff. Yeah. I feel like a lot of players kind of go down that route. I mean, at least me being associated with Summit. It seems like yeah. as, as soon as they uh, – something either happens to, the, like, their main account that they were playing or they get toasted from it. They just end up just kind of mm-hmm. playing the game by not playing it, but by simply just –
1: yeah, I think a lot of people still know me from that BA5 account a couple of years ago, which is funny because I kind of forgot about it. But um, at the time, you know, I was pushing the limits, I feel like, of what a level th- what was possible on a level 3. I was rank 1, level 3 Slayer with like, I think 85, 84. Bam. Uh, I had 100 BA gambles on the account. I was kind of going for the BA pet a little bit. I
0: had the Chaos Ellie pet the Jagex removed from the account, <laughs> Do you, oh that was with the uh the Canon right from yeah, LMS yeah, yeah or whatever yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I want to sh- I want to honestly just like have like little because I I know there was Was there a I feel like I saw that on Twitter but maybe I didn't maybe I just saw it on something but I remember seeing that and I was like mm. god damn and then people were also doing uh what were they doing oh yeah they were, I guess this was isn't exactly the same but People were doing like achievement diaries through LMS as well. But I think that uh, was a, a yeah. separate bug that was just people got laughing. banned. Yeah, people got
1: banned yeah. on release of LMS for that. LMS two.
0: So in your um I guess experiences, you I you are associated with a lot of other bug abusers and other people that kind of try to find little loopholes in the game. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's acceptable? That players get banned permanently on accounts that bug abuse.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, like obviously, I don't like that I got banned, but like I'm not gonna blame anyone. Like, it's not like I was. (laughs) I was definitely pushing the lines of what was acceptable, so it's it's fine. Like, uh, yeah, no, I um, I think nowadays we kind of have a relationship with the J mods. I feel like a bit more. And I feel like there's kind of like there's definitely a back and forth with us a little bit more where like they they're free to ask us questions we're free to tell them stuff and and at the same time, there's kind of that um there's kind of that assumption that we're not gonna like, do anything that's uh too out of left field and that um that if we do like. You know, like we can't blame them for banning us, kind of thing. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I think bans—they're perfectly fair.
0: You know, they can ban for whatever they want. So, so <laughs> I guess, I guess we'll just get into it right now because I and... see where this is segueing. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> so, Rendy came out with a video. Uh, uh-huh. he, he's come out with two videos since, and um, or I guess one one additional video since, but he came out with a video trying to get a level three into Mauritania, basically getting get not necessarily the level three, but somebody with one prayer into Mauritania. Yeah. And, uh, then there was a bunch of drama. Okay. Just for those listening, I don't follow all drama and stuff. So like this, I'm just a little like side segment. People will come into my stream and ask me like, what do you think about this drama? What do you think about this drama? What do you think about this? It's just random shit that's going on in Twitter and stuff. I don't follow it that closely. I'll, like, broadly just see, like, an overview occasionally of it, but I never go deep into it. I just don't care that much. So, the whole Rendy situation, disclaimer, I don't really know much about it. All I know is that uh, the accounts got banned, and then I I believe... I didn't watch Mahler's video, but uh, uh, Mahler's... Like, all of his accounts got banned, apparently, according to the Post. the post, But... First of all, I want to just say that was a great video. I watched the entire thing, and I was engaged the whole time. So he's a great content creator. Mm-hmm. I think that's out of the question. But I want to hear, I guess, uh, there was some drama going on on Reddit that I just briefly saw of uh, some things regarding Randy. I guess we'll just – I'll ask you, and we'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> let you kind of lead it as far as you want to go. And it, if you don't want to cover it in into much detail, that's totally fine. But what is – just I'll just say Rendy, topic, boom, go. Shoot.
1: Um. Yeah, so for, first off, I do want to say that I do, like, you know, sometimes you'll, we'll complain about Rendy's stuff, but uh, I used to be, like, I used to voice with him. I used to be chill with him. I think I, I like him as, like, a personal guy, kind of, you know, but, uh, shoot, like, I think, I don't know, the, the whole... He kind of, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure where to go, but <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of, it's, it's a really,
0: I'm not even um, asking questions, just like, boom, go, because I, I know it, I know it's probably kind of tender, especially now with uh, everything that's still going on. It's not like anything's even finalized, I feel like, but. Um, yeah, so
1: I'll, I'll, I'll get it out of the air, like, obviously, like,
0: we're not on the best of terms,
1: and I think a lot of that is just because, you know, I, he kind of. Selves out, I feel like for like Reddit clout, you know, which is like the worst kind of clout, you know. You, you see all like the redditors talk about him. Um, I think there's just so many bad opinions uh, on Reddit about him, and but his his new video was. I liked the I liked the Blender stuff. I did watch his whole video. If he's listening to this, I didn't. I did not watch Mauler's, but I did watch the entire Tier Indies. And the one thing I don't like is we all know where he gets his information from, right? Like we're all completely aware of the pipeline of information that that he draws from to for, for his bug abuse videos. Yeah, and he always, like, he kind of paints it like he's just kind of, like, thinking of these things on the fly. You know, like, (laughs) that's completely not the
0: case. Which, to be Uh, fair, he is a content creator, so he's trying to make it as entertaining as possible.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I I get that, but it's just, like... Yeah, no, that's fair. It's just, like, such a facade, you know? Like,
0: it's not real. And the people on Reddit think, like, he's, like... Well, people on Reddit think anything they see ever is, like... Real, and then like anything right. that comes out later uh-huh. is like, oh, you're
1: and, and that's all the info they have, yeah, right? yeah exactly, exactly. But that, that's why I have a problem with it is because like he warps this whole perception of like everything and he warps the perception of like the stuff we're involved in, you know. The, 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 fun, the funny comments are like, now that Rindy's banned, who is going to tell JMods about bugs?
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, buddy, like, first yeah, of all, he was the like, only, like, as if he's the only one. Yeah, yeah right there's
1: yeah. uh there there was that DM he sent to Mod Tyrone where he's trying to explain the bug that had existed since December and he just has no clue how it works like <laughs> he's, like he's just completely clueless about like any of the specifics and like any of the mechanics but he's like acting like he thought of all this as if like <laughs> it's just a complete disconnect because it's like he clearly didn't think of how, all these bugs because he doesn't even understand how they work he just kind of knows what buttons to click but anyway uh on the topic of his ban, um i i post a lot about reddit just in the comments i think a lot of people are still unclear about like the jmos position on this they think he was banned for the 2019 server crashes which i I know we we've talked about um is the one that you know, Frazier and I DM'd, and then Frazier leaked to the DMs. And then I was kind of outing Rindy on, but I, that, I think that's completely behind everyone. Uh, on May 5th of this year, the LMS server crashed and it was, it crashed when Rindy was essentially using the mushroom thing to try to smuggle his level three Inferno cape mm. from LMS. And obviously Like, I'm not going to pretend. I know, like, all the specifics, right? Um, The Jmods are adamant that Rindy is responsible for crashing the server, right? Rindy is adamant that, no, he is not responsible for crashing the server. He just happened to be on the server at the time. Just happened to be bug-abusing on the server at the time it crashed and caused a rollback, right? Which, that's, you know, like, servers don't just accidentally roll back that often, especially with all the, like, Checks that they've had since the first original ones in 2019. Yeah. Like, how often do you hear of a server crashing and rolling back that's not someone duping related? You know. Yeah. Not very often, and but Rindy's adamant he just happened to be on the server at the time that it crashed, which I think is, like I just think that's kind of funny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, as someone who's kind of knew him personally and then kind of drifted away from him kind of deliberately um he's not the most truthful uh with the public you know and so he'll he'll like, i've seen him just firsthand just blatantly lie about anything he has like any plausible deniability on he'll lie about like anything he can get away with lying about you know and i don't want to i don't want to turn this into trash yeah no hour, I mean... but. I, I just don't think he's being truthful about the situation because the J mods okay. they investigated they, they're pretty the the J mods seem really confident that he's responsible. So
0: yeah, no, and that's kind of uh, I guess what I, and again this is not me trying to take sides or anything. I'm just I just mm-hmm. I, I like to hear about this stuff, and I, I feel like the audience mm-hmm. would like to hear different opinions. Um, like
1: I've seen I've seen pretty much everything Randy said on the topic, and it really seems like he's just kind of trying to. Like he takes the truths where he gets them. Sometimes he'll stretch. Uh, like I, I, I've, I'm really familiar with the language he uses uh on, on topics when he's lying about and like kind of the strategies he he uses to kind of persuade, you know. Mm. And from my perspective, it definitely just seems like he's completely guilty, <laughs> you know. So.
0: And then when the Mod Ash tweet came out, it was like I just right. I just love how Reddit so swayed, where it's like. Mm-hmm. I just love the meme, like Pick Your God, Mod Ash or Rendy. <laughs> it was just yeah. like everybody yeah. just instantly, uh, especially on at least with almost anything on Reddit, you'll see everyone's like, oh, I predicted this, or like, oh, I've, I, or they'll just switch sides randomly and they'll be like, oh, yeah, like, of course, like, you know, mm-hmm. this, I've always yeah. believed this, but like on the last comment they had, it was like completely lopsided, like the other way.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Yeah yeah kind of interesting i don't uh again i'm not sure the the whole thing that's happening now i know he was um potentially just not going to be playing runescape if he can't like enjoy i guess what he enjoys and i guess you can appreciate that you know if you i guess if you were not able to like you know find out bugs and stuff it would kind of like ruin the fun of the game i guess
1: yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm actually kind of planning on making a video about this. We can talk um mechanics real quick. Yeah. Cuz uh the last the last year on this game has been really interesting. Um so uh, Randy shows off a lot of bugs in his videos, right? Yeah. In in his recent video, and it kind of seems like like wow, the game's broken. And it completely is, but it's only been that way since about December of twenty twenty. Right? And so do you remember that update um that fixed BA forcing and fixed the level three fire cape method, the
0: ticketing method? Uh like with the shield, like with the mind shield or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I the... I know that it happened. I I you've heard like BA players complaining about it and stuff? Yeah, there was a lot of like random issues that it uh-huh. caused. Yeah. I feel like BA was one of them, yeah
1: yeah so that update hit like December, maybe like fourteenth 2020 right at the end of the year right before Christmas. Um, and so what the jmods did and um the the, the, the it, it was an engine update to the way that the queue was processed and this is the the update is inherently kind of what made all these bugs that Randy shows off possible. I'm pretty sure Randy doesn't have a clue about like how any of it works just from the way he talks. So, I I kind of want to explain it quick because I think it's really interesting. But so so the way it works is the old the old queue, right? Um, you know how like uh, getting hit by damage will like close an interface, stuff like that. Yeah. So the old queue, right? You you have a list of queued commands. Interfaces would close at the start of when the queue is processed. But if a command from the queue, like damage or something, were to open an interface, then um. Like, that interface would stop the rest of the queue from processing,
0: right? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. I mean, as, mu- as much as, like, huh. as far as you've gone so far, yeah, it makes enough right. sense.
1: <laughs> so, suppose you you have, like, a stall going, right? Like, yeah. a skill cape. And you would you did the method where you click, like, two prayers you don't have, right? Which was, like, yeah. the f- level three fire cape method. And then you have, like, damage behind it. Um, Your queue would have two interfaces and then damage in it, right? And so, the damage would close, like... What what would happen is when the queue would start processing, there'd be no interface open, and so it'd start processing fine. The prayer interface would pop up, and then the prayer interface, that tick, would stop the rest of the commands from processing that tick, right? And then the next tick would roll over, the first prayer would be open, um, damage would close the first prayer, but not the second prayer kind of thing. And so you could delay, with with, with commands from the queue that open interfaces, you could delay commands that are not supposed to be delayed like damage right
0: okay
1: and i know that's a lot that's kind of complicated
0: um i'm trying to like see it also from an outsider's perspective like right so, that you're explaining so i it properly but yeah right i, mean, I, I yeah take your kinda, word for it.
1: this is a lot to take in yeah. i think i want to make a video soon kind of awesome. like explaining this really clearly for like everyone kind yeah. of thing because the changes in the last year have been really interesting Okay. Um. So what they made it so what what they made happen instead is suppose you have two interfaces, like two queued commands that open an interface and then damage, in your queue. So you have three commands. The first one would open, the second one would not. The second like command would not execute because you have an interface open. And they made it so damage right before the damage queue command runs, it would close the interface. Right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But they the, and that seems like a great fix, right? Like damage will close the interface right before it runs. That seems really intuitive, right? Yeah. The issue is, and obviously, like we're all looking for like edge cases to like (laughs) have fun with, you know. The issue is, you would get to the end of the tick, um. You'd be there'd be no interface open, so you could interact with whatever, you know, but then you would still have that first, like that second interface still in your queue that had never had a chance to process. So you could, before it was completely, like not like, it was essentially really difficult to be able to interact with anything in the game, like talk to an NPC, while you still had like commands that hadn't processed on you, you know? Okay. But what they made it, what they made it um, the, their fix made it so you could essentially like loophole your way to be able to talk to an NPC and you still have like unprocessed commands in your queue. And it completely open broke the game open because there's a lot of like little like queued forced teleports and stuff um, that normally you couldn't smuggle into places, right because you have to interact with stuff to yeah. get them into places. and now you could just like bring them wherever. So teleport out of anywhere, teleport out of LMS, smuggle in
0: no cape, stuff like that. So who discovered this if you're saying like, you know, Randy, may not know the whole details of it, but he got it from other things like was there a single person that discovered this or was it just kind of like talked about collaboratively and then...
1: no so like that's the thing is like um we understood we understood the queue really well before before that the update queue and then, update dropped and then it just right? made
0: sense that this would be able to happen
1: right uh-huh i mean the the people the the people who are real smart about the game um don't really like being name-dropped, so I'm not going yeah, uh, to name-drop them. But, I mean, if you understand a lot about the queue, it's kind of, like, obvious. Like, we were, like, playing with this, like, late December, like, early, like, yeah, pr- pretty much, like, a week after the um, update hit, hit. And I know people who are, like, using it, like, day one after the update hit because, you know, you, you try to find out, like, how the queue change? What, how did they actually fix what they fixed once you like actually figure out the mechanics like the abuse is like kind of the obvious part
0: you know yeah um interesting mm -hmm. yeah there's some great like when you're explaining it to me with my limited knowledge of like you know right i I remember looking at like uh I i just call him hank it might be Mm hanky i don't know what his name is yeah but i i think of his i think of his model like his little uh github thing Mm -hmm. with the data and stuff and i when i hear the queue i just that's where my mind goes so i don't know much Mm -hmm. about the queue i I couldn't tell you what exactly is prioritized but
1: yeah hanky is very smart guy (laughs) everyone kind of looks up to him yeah he's a a legend this is he still
0: is he still uh like very active
1: Um, I don't think, so he's been big in BA, he's had pretty much every BA world record here or there, on and off, I think, um, uh, and big metagamer in the BA community. Um, I I think he's kind of shifted away from BA a little bit, and I don't think he plays much other than that. He still is willing to talk about the game, and willing to, like, think about, uh, new stuff they add, stuff like that. Yeah. And that's kind of where I am too. Like, I don't really log on other than to play with like a new update and stuff like that, or to like test a new idea. Mm. And that's kind of limited because you kind of find, like, you kind of get a better understanding of the game just through like playing it normal. But um, I, I think he's pretty inactive at the moment, and so, so am I, uh, so are a lot of people. Yeah.
0: No, I, um, I, I definitely see that in like Summit at least. Like a lot of people are just. Play with new updates and play with like mechanics that are somewhat discovered, and then they'll log in and test them. Mm -hmm. But
1: yeah, so so the game was completely broken between December 2020 and this month, 2021. They just fixed pretty much what the issue was. Okay, so it's Um, fixed now. It's fixed now. What they made it. What what happens now is um, the queue will keep iterating, like it will keep running through itself until no commands are ran, which essentially prevents you from being able to interact with something with unprocessed commands. Cause it'll just keep processing as much as it can Okay. now, which is a really weird fix and kind of a leak. But, um, I, I got the go ahead from pretty much everybody to kind of maybe make a mechanical video on this topic. So I'm pretty comfortable like sh- sharing the actual mechanics, but, but so the game has been so broken and now it's like a lot quieter. I think, I don't know. I think, a lot of people are a lot quieter on the game now, just because
0: the year's been kind of crazy, but yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, Box Terrier is asking, what's the process like discovering interesting mechanics slash bugs, especially with new content, favorite and least favorite updates, so two different questions,
1: okay, uh the process so uh right right off the bat we have a really good understanding of the way the engine works and the way some content works and um so when, when we're looking for new stuff, we kind of there's a lot of like hypothetical bugs that already exist that just haven't been like implemented kind of thing. We're like, Oh, if we had this we could do something else kind of thing. Okay. Um and so it all kind of builds on itself, uh we there. There's enough knowledge available, where when you're looking at new content, you can kind of you already have kind of like a puzzle, and you're kind of looking for almost specific puzzle pieces to kind of finish what you need to do, kind of thing. Um, like, for example, um, uh, let me think. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go into favorite and least favorite updates. Okay. Because I really enjoyed the LMS2 update. That was just from <laughs> just from like a like a, m- m- my perspective, where I just kind of like toying around with mechanics. The the what is it? August 2019 LMS2 update
0: update. So that was, was like its initial so release when they were still pulling like rewards and everything, and when they came out with unlimited prayer and run and stuff. Mhm.
1: Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So LMS came out like 2016 and then was pretty tame for a long time. And then they came out with LMS 2 in August 2019 with the new halos and everything yeah. like that. Okay. Oh yeah,
0: those were those were already rewards, but they were still pulling like they wanted to see if like clue scrolls would Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that update was sick cuz it led to a lot a lot of bugs. Um it's it's crazy, uh, like so, uh, so I'm trying to think of what I can like get into without being too revealing. Um, oh, so so right off the bat, um, Drew and I had planned for like months uh, to we were like, okay, they are coming out with LMS two. LMS two gives you a ninety nine boost inside the minigame, game, right? Yeah. We were actually planning for months. We were like, I bet we can smuggle that. Like, I bet like that's smuggleable, right? Um, <laughs> and I was planning on getting a Mind Shield on the BEA5 account. So the way that quest works is it's a 20 mage requirement, but it's boostable. So if you can find a way to boost to 20 mage, you can finish the quest on any account. Okay. And then wear the Mind Shield. I haven't been able to get one. I could have I probably got one. Um In the last seven months, it's how broken the game was, but I don't really, I don't, I don't have like an account that I care that much about. Was that,
0: was that update just like a little side tangent? Was that update in December, like seriously the most broken the game's ever been? That's what it's sounding like.
1: Yeah. And that's the funny thing is they thought they were, it was most broken the game's ever been. Okay. They (laughs) thought they were like patching bugs with it. Right. Which is really funny. Opening up. It didn't patch. Right. It didn't patch at all what they wanted to. It opened up a lot of abuse, and they left in the game for seven months. Meanwhile, BA players are, like, complaining because it's, like, actually, like, making the game, like, less playable for them. Yikes. <laughs> I I think they should just revert it to how it was because it was, it was fine for seven years. They felt the need to make a change, but I, I don't think they thought it through very well, and it's, like, a pretty huge change. But
0: what Was the whole purpose just to make it so level three fire capes couldn't be a thing and, like, other stalls like that? with a mind no there there
1: was a there there was something really specific that they they had already fixed it but they kind of wanted to make sure it never happened again Uh, I I don't really I don't want to get into the specifics because yeah interesting um
0: anyway keep going
1: uh where was I something about LMS Right, right right so we were I was planning on getting the mind shield but uh, the day it came out, it was, like, early August. My semester had just started, and I was, like, sleeping on, like, my friend's couch just for, like, the week before, like, I moved into my apartment. And uh, it turned out that they just pretty much gave you the boost outside for free, right? The thing about people completing agility courses and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just Like, oh, that was easier I than I expected. <laughs> right. Like, I was kind of pissed it was so easy that it got patched so fast because <laughs> I didn't get to do what I wanted with it, even though I had planned like I should have just woken up but it was like what 6:30 a.m. my time it updates and yeah. I had class at like i don't know 9 so i wasn't trying to wake up and that's funny do a mind shield on my friend's couch you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh there's also remember the uh shield 2h bug
0: where you could equip a uh, two-handed sword and uh, a shield slot yeah i think i sent you a, a tweet about it but yeah you're gonna um, yeah you should go into it for those that don't know because that was something just for a little tiny bit right yeah um
1: it's it's been available more than once but uh they keep patch like i don't know for some reason i think i'm pretty confident they have checks like for what like they already had error checks when that happened because whenever we did it something would get patched like within like a few days um so that was done. Uh, I, I think I'm yeah I think I'm completely fine to leak this now, but um, it's all patched up. That that was done with LMS, obviously. I maybe that's not obvious, but you know how when you go into an LMS game, it um, it stores all your items for you. Yeah. So the bug was done essentially by finding a way to equip like a shield or a two H and then LMS returns your items, and it would return the sh- the other slot to this slot without, like, doing the t- 2H check, right? So if you go in and equip, like, a shield, and then leave, and it would, like, force equip, like, a 2H onto you and not, like, check, and then you could have a shield
0: 2H outside. Were you able to actually attack with it? With the you both, could. With both stats bonus?
1: Yeah, 100%, yeah. So, um, like,
0: Scythe and a Nivernic or something? Mm-hmm.
1: You <laughs> could. It's kind of annoying because... I think just having, like, being able to switch to a special attack weapon is, like, more useful everywhere. Yeah. So, like, you could do, like, KBD with, like, a Tebow and, like, a Dragonfire Ward or something. <laughs> so, you don't, you can do Tebow method without having to switch. And
0: that is so funny. You
1: could PK with, like, claws and a Vernick if you wanted to. Maybe that was good. There's a lot more broken stuff that is a lot more useful yeah, <laughs> in Jesus. the last seven months. But, uh, and then, um, So they they patched that so fast, which is really funny. And then when they moved LMS to Ferox Enclave, Enclave, Enclave,
0: yeah, Enclave.
1: They they accidentally unpatched it, and then uh, again we did it, and then again it was patched within like a few hours, right? Yeah. And we still had an account kicking around that had a shield and a two like uh it had the yellow boxing gloves and a wooden shield equipped, and it was just it was post patch, but we still had it. And then I logged into that account like twice, right? Yeah. In a week. And then like the next week they had it patched. So that like every take the game checks if you have a shield 2H and every take it will unequip it if you have, if you have it. (laughs) Wow. So it's like, that was like their
0: check was like,
1: yeah. Yeah. So it's it's like they, they patched the bug, but we sold the account and we didn't log into it for months. (laughs) Then we log into it like twice and they have like a patch rolled out like the next week. Like. I think they have just some, like, crazy error logging for, for if you ever had a Shield 2H.
0: That's so funny how there's, like, these almost just unintuitive ways of just patching these bugs. Like, just every single tick, just check and make sure right. you're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that, that script runs on your character every tick now. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder yeah. if that's, like, if that's, like, running more, uh, I don't know, like, if, if that's, like, more strain on the server just to have this additional check. I have no idea what it's
1: not because what would. there's max 2k players, 2k commands like per tick. Like that's okay. Yeah, like G Challenge always talks about how if you like click under that cactus, it runs like 70k commands in a tick just for one player. So, Jesus. like it's they're yeah, they can they're fine. Like okay. that's really fine.
0: That's funny. Um, what's your least favorite? Because so you're saying LMS in general was like your favorite. Just yeah, I, I could
1: list like six more bugs of LMS, but,
0: <laughs> but um, what, what's, ooh, what's, what's your favorite. least favorite? Yeah. Ah man,
1: that's a tough one. I should have thought of, I should have thought about this before. Um, ooh, Zaya Roomcrafting in twenty in January 2016.
0: That, that must have been so infuriating for you, especially you having done 99 well i
1: did 99 on a level 3 doing level 3 lavas which is max is like 45k an hour costed like like 6 gp and xp at a time where like um 70 mil was like probably worth like 400 a day or something you know um so i had just finished that up like a month prior like just a few weeks prior and i think i I was like taught i was one of the I think I was like the ninth level three to get 99 nine runecrafting, which was I thought was cool at the time. Like no it was just hard, you know, like Yeah. because like, you had to do lavas pretty much. Um and then they came out with like a profit method that's AFK and the same XP an hour like within the week and I, was, I, I quit the game over there, like that's so <laughs> wasn't
0: happy. frustrating. There was so much outcry yeah, at the time too. I didn't
1: like it. Yeah. I remember Automology. I used to I used to chat with that guy a little bit about skill and stuff back in the day. But yeah, I remember him just being turbo angry about.
0: Oh about yeah. It. I was angry, but I got angrier like as time went on. I wasn't I didn't know too much about the update cuz I wasn't really that high of it's a level Crazy the time. for Iron Man, right? Oh, it's so stupid. Just broke everything and like for UIMs, yeah, especially. I think it was uh I want to say it was Hauki that had like soup. I think it was this is probably probably misinformation. But I think he was rank 1 uh rune crafting on Iron Man initially just mm-hmm. doing lavas and stuff. Yeah. With manually obtained Peter Essence from Zora yeah, they, and other things. Yeah, people
1: were killing, like, yeah, Zora yeah. or, like, Wyverns
0: for Essence. Just to get. <laughs> it's just so frustrating that they just, like, uh-huh. that's what made Iron Man so cool, was, like, you could go for these crazy things, like, 99 Rue I think room had, like, just maxed, too. Like... Yep. All this shit was happening. it's just so frustrating. And then Winter Todd comes out and... I don't know. Winter Todd. It's funny because now I see Winter Todd. I think I mentioned this in a previous cast or ramble or something. But like Winter Todd now, if they were to get rid of it, is almost ruining nostalgia because now Winter Todd's almost so built into the foundation right. of like any wow. Iron Man.
1: It's been out about four or five years now. Yeah. yeah.
0: But and yeah. like I don't know. They at least they have day alt now. I'm a, I'm a big fan of day alt because uh yeah you get that AFK time but you also get to do traditional runecrafting afterward.
1: And I really love... like, I just love the concept of uh, running back and forth to the altar because it's almost like runecrafting doesn't have like intended methods. It, it, always, felt like, it always felt like all runecrafting methods were kind of just like us coming up with it, kind of, you know? Yeah. And I don't like this, like... Just this, like uh zaya stuff where you mind the s yes, then you run straight to the altar and like everything is kind of like the jmods have already like planned it
0: tick by tick Kind of so dumb that's what yeah, i also hate I... about winter todd is like they're they're so obsessed now and you know because people in the community are really strict about okay whatever you're pulling whatever xp rate you're pulling they better be that because you've they've had a history of not doing that but then when they come out with exactly like you said tick by tick like this is exactly how much XP yeah. you could get self-contained content like yeah Rune it's Chan, you know? so dumb and like winter Todd is so painfully just so painful to do because of all these like delays that are there in place so that you cannot no matter what right. get more xp per hour
1: yeah i hate like all this like curated content i always felt like the fun of 2007 escape or i guess old school was kind of like the fact that we got to, like, kind of figure it out, you know? yeah. Like, the, the first few years were so much fun. I think skilling especially, because there weren't, like, there weren't intended methods, you know? Yeah. It was kind of like, we were kind of like, there wasn't really a meta, almost, mm-hmm. right? Like, people were maxing in different ways, because there kind of wasn't this, like, curated meta to uh, um, conform to. Just because, like, the, that's, that's the way the game was. Like, there wasn't there wasn't, like, a... I, I guess the, the fishing and woodcutting methods are just kind of stuff we figured out, but, like, for the most part, like, um, skills nowadays are, like, curated, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like now they have are. these methods that they kind of gave us I, instead I, of us just figuring it out.
0: I would really like to see... <clears throat> and I don't know what an example of it would be, but it would almost be cool if they came out with a really unique game mode. And I'm not, not not just saying just some simple like group Ironman or something like that, but just very like unique restrictions or something. And only because I feel like UIM, I've never played a UIM, but like looking back at Lowlander, maxing first and just basically pioneering what you do on a UIM, yeah, sounds like really cool. It's almost like or like
1: Navis, you know, you know that guy the level three. I think I've heard UIM. Of him.
0: Was he the yeah? What, he a UIM?
1: He was a UIM level 3, and at the when he started it, um, there was, like, only, like, three regular max level 3s, and so, like, back then, even playing, like, an Ironman Man account was kind of seen as kind of, like, a meme. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, it, just because there were less than 100 max players in the game, so, like, it's, like, I don't know. Like, the, the, um, the main game mode still felt so, like, wide open that it was, like, weird to play, like, a restricted game mode. Yeah. And, like, there weren't that many people playing because there were like what? There's like 80k concurrent nowadays. Back then, there were like 30k. You know, yeah. so like the player base was like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, Iron weird Man playing even just... a
1: smaller player base than the regular player
0: base is small. Iron Man definitely did feel way, way less played, like underplayed. Mm-hmm. I guess like like nobody really did it. Nobody took it seriously. And I remember, uh, people were. I mean, I remember even listening to like Lelador rambles. I believe it was talking about like getting 200 mil on getting 200 mil all on an iron man would like never happen basically yeah right and it probably wouldn't it wouldn't have yeah no you're right like it wouldn't have happened but because of all the updates like this was back when i think they were saying room crafting max is like 20k an hour like effectively and i'm like jesus like that alone's 10,000 hours just mm-hmm. to... slayer
1: had to have been slower like... oh
0: yeah slayer was just painful you didn't profit real i mean you kind of did as an iron man but yeah it's just mm-hmm. crazy stuff and so but yeah, yeah the game wasn't that playable
1: compared to
0: today so yeah crafting was all done through, that's like, what made it fun you know? yeah exactly mm-hmm. but but that's what made it fun for us and right. so when you look at the entire player race when people aren't <laughs> you know Living and breathing this game. I mean, at least I'll speak for myself, but yeah, you know, it's for sure. Yeah, they want fun, and I agree. Like, I I agree. Like, the game should be fun. But part of the fun of Runescape is that it's just tedious, and like, you do these goals that are crazy, and then you get to flex them on Twitter or whatever. And that's kind of the fun of Runescape, and that's still how it is. Like, that's like what skilling is. There's it's not Nothing is like inherently fun about <laughs> sitting down and grinding something out for thousands right. of hours. But it's cool because you're all kind of like-minded and you see achievements as yeah i think cool maybe
1: i'm just biased but i think 2015 was a huge high for old school runescape and we've had great years since then but
0: 2015 yeah 2015 is when i started i felt like that was a huge boom of players as well
1: it it was like the year we kind of figured everything out you know uh herb tart wasn't really discovered until late 2015 early 2016 um it's the year that kind of like Tinkmanit became like a thing, and like back then, all of us were kind of just like having fun figuring out. I've talked a lot with Ray, you know, the uh, OG Ray about this. I think he's like, I think he's one of the first to two hundred mil gatherers back in the day.
0: Oh yeah, Ray, like R H E Y. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've talked a lot about to him about this because at the time, both of us were kind of trying to figure out like what the best like Tinkmanit metas for stuff are.
0: I love listen I've, I've I've listened to his rambles I've listened to all of them. Yeah, you and, do. That. And uh yeah. I mean it kind of sucks because you hear in like one of his later rambles how like just burnt he is almost. Mm-hmm. But other than that it's really it was really cool. It still is cool to listen to those where you're seeing these super high level players at the time and their mentalities. Mm-hmm. Like how they yep. played and stuff.
1: Yeah, he was he would he followed me on twitter back when like nobody followed me on twitter because i was like posting like novel skill and stuff like I, i don't i don't know if you were familiar with me back then but i was kind of like the Sebe like 2015 like posting like <laughs> you were <laughs> except the game me. was wide o- except the game was like wide open so yeah. like the methods were like actually like <laughs> like
0: no i've i like, there,
1: all... there were, were it wasn't like figured out yet so yeah. like there's just a lot more to discover
0: i gotta say i really love your youtube channel and I, uh, thank you. I want to see more. I, I've been follow I've been subscribed to you for, <laughs> I think, honestly, a couple of years now at this point. Mm-hmm. But um, you know what I want to see? I want to see the continuation mm-hmm. <laughs> of Northeast Only Iron Man. Ooh, season finale coming. Uh... <laughs> season finale. Oh yeah, it's season finale. Right. There's going to be more seasons, correct? <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've been planning the season one finale
0: for four months. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually curious, what i I don't know if you knew but i actually played that video on my stream and everyone was rolling laughing
1: (laughs) i did not know no
0: No, i I played it on my stream because people were asking who's b5 and i was like here let's explain it people loved it they really did love it that people didn't know it was satire at first so they're like what's wrong with this guy (laughs) (laughs) why is he explaining these rules for so long so um
1: yeah, my, my friends tell me I have like two modes where like I have like my retarded B five mode, but then I have like <laughs> like I'm I'm a different person like a summit than I am like you know who it reminds friend, me of. Sir. I don't know if you ever watched no. Good
0: Morning's or Good what was it called? Good neighbor stuff on YouTube or I don't no. know if you I don't know if, I don't know if you know who Kyle Mooney is. No. Oh <laughs> uh, he he um he was initially a YouTuber and then he moved to SNL. I think he's still on SNL, okay. but. Just super funny, dude, and you remind me exactly of him when you're doing your uh YouTube yeah. stuff. <laughs> like literally, it reminds you exactly of him. So it's just really, yeah. Funny. It's
1: funny how many people bring up the, those videos because, like, they're just kind of like fit posts. Like they have, they have like less than one K views. That just kind of put <laughs> up. That's what's fun. so
0: gold about them is like you're not even trying to like appeal to like a large audience. You're just doing it for fun. <laughs> I think it's I think it's awesome.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, they're just fun for us to make. You know, Mason, I. I Mason's a homie that would make them with me. Yeah, it started yeah, he... just like a joke. <laughs> it somehow became somehow less of a joke than it even started as. Like we get serious in moments. <laughs> um, I think
0: it's cool. Like honestly, I mean, I I know it's just kind of like it's time consuming and stuff. But if you made more of those, yeah, I, I feel like they could actually get somewhat popular.
1: I thought so. We just became so busy. Like, yeah. I, I'm. I just started working recently. i a software dev full time. Oh wow! Congrats. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, is the, the whole thing started like my friend John and I? Uh, he's he's really funny. Um, we were just joking about like, what if we just made like the worst possible account? And it started as <laughs> Southwest only, and it, it was a meme on the uh, Soul Wars only accounts because it looks like their name is like Southwest only S so yeah. W. Okay, and we were like, what if we made like a Southwest only account, and like we. There's, like, a, there when Soul Wars came out, there was, like, a whole, like, clan of, like, Soul Wars-only accounts and like, a Discord. And we thought it would be funny to, like, make an SW-only account. And, like, they would, like, give us a rank because our name looks like we're Soul Wars-only, <laughs> but really we're a Southwest-only account kind of thing. It was this, oh, like, I don't uh... know, it was this whole in-joke we had. But Southwest, Mason convinced us to make it Northeast-only due to the fact that you can fire and make West and that it gives us extra some actual mobility. he yeah. kind of, like, convinced us to turn into a real thing because... Southwest only—you just spawn in Longbridge and you're like hard stuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> so Mason kind of got on this, told us like made us kind of like flesh out the idea a little bit more. We spent like a few weeks
0: making some fun videos. It was all—it was fun. Yeah. Now maybe it, we'll revisit it, but it's just cool because I mean, there's so many ideas like that that can actually be really fun, and it doesn't even have to go anywhere. Like just the fact that you've only did two episodes, like they're still awesome. It doesn't even need to go we were... anywhere. Mm-hmm.
1: We were exploring some sick mechanics. Like, I found, like, a slight improvement to, like, Fire Blonde meta. Just, like, messing around with Northeast-only stuff. Uh, did you see that in the summit?
0: Um, I didn't see any particular... Mm-hmm. Oh, wait! Oh! Oh, you're talking about, um...
1: It's, it's pretty small, but you can, uh, you can double fire... You can double yeah. Blonde while moving in any direction. Because normally people would do, like... Bailey will do like double blonde West and the single blonde East or like 1.5 blondes East. I think he figured out.
0: Yeah, I saw. Okay. I saw that. Um, so you can technically while, do though.
1: like two to one, like every single light, which is, it's, it's, I think it's really too difficult to do, but it's technically, <laughs> yeah. improvement, so. but no. it's just cool. Cause we just found that like messing around yeah. trying to optimize the series, which is fun. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, people love that kind of shit where like, here's the thing I want is and this is the reason i i really did love the rendy video was it's Mm -hmm. because it's stuff that you don't normally hear about it's just like Mm -hmm. it's so unique and like the whole the whole thing like you're engaged because it's all stuff you don't know about where it's just like a normal iron man series like okay like you know Mm -hmm. and if it was you you know Mm -hmm. even better because like we already know you're like it's history with the game so we would Uh we'd almost be like "Ooh, what's he gonna do next you know
1: (laughs) yeah it's it's um it's something like i don't know it's just hard because you know we all have real life yeah we're all yeah yeah so there's other stuff like i'm trying to stay fit and stuff so
0: yeah so i play basketball yeah i asked you before the recording Mm -hmm. of uh you know what? I guess like you play basketball a lot. You played in high school and stuff, and you're actually mm-hmm. tall. Which, yeah. So, so I guess let's talk about what. What do you do as hobbies? Man, outside of RuneScape?
1: I mean, I mean, I, like fruit deeps is a hobby, right? That's RuneScape related.
0: <laughs> let's let we haven't talked about fruit deeps yet. Let's talk about fruit deeps. Wait. I am a huge fan. Okay, yeah. That has sure. completely, you know what, fruit deeps. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll talk about it, but I will just say I hated using DPS calculators. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Right, I it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody else do it because this shit just takes too long. It's annoying, and then it's inaccurate sometimes. So mm-hmm. I want to hear all about fruit tubes. How did that come to? Come
1: to yeah. Um. So I also would want to do a bunch of calcs. I hated using. So I actually didn't know they had an updated bitter keki calc. I would always use like the original one. I think and I was, was using just, the
0: original like, sheet.
1: Yeah, and it was just rough, you know? So I would literally like I knew I knew the combat mechanics, I knew accuracy mechanics, damage mechanics. I would literally be instead of using bitter keki, I would literally just be um like doing the math like by hand and like <laughs> <laughs> Wolfram Alpha kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is There's gotta be other people who just can't deal with this. And so I started just d- developing it in my free time. Like I think I wrote a little bit of the math first so I could just like run it through like a terminal and then like I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." I started like tackling some like maybe cooler math problems, built like a UI about it pretty early. And the UI still hasn't like it's pretty much the first iteration that I just like threw together the UI. Um i even loved it because there are a lot of cool math questions, obviously, that uh, I've, we've been able to tackle with fruit deeps, and I, I don't know if you, I don't, I don't publicize a lot of this. Like, I don't. There's nowhere like I talk about it. You know, I just kind of like upload changes because yeah. I use them. But like, you know, like Verzik, Vitter, like P1, and stuff. Yeah. How, like, it is the way it works is like each damage roll you hit on it, it will also roll zero through ten, and then it will take the minimum of the two,
0: right? Yeah, that was always very interesting. I so is that how it mm-hmm. works, and is that why you use I somebody told me you have to use like a melee uh thrall there, like that's how you get the most?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So range gets capped to, like zero to three, and range and magic both get capped, except the Dawnbringer, but um. Just from like a math perspective, like trying to figure out the DPS of Scything Verzik where you have three Scythe hits and then you have three separate rolls for each, like one yeah. one extra roll for each hit and you're taking the minimum and you're trying to figure out the DPS of that. Like That's like, uh, <laughs> that's, so that's not like... fast, right? Yeah. That's not like fast to like do on paper. Yeah. And But Fruit Deeps has it all implemented. So if you, I'm kind of plug in, but if you go type in Scythe and Verzik on Fruit Deeps, it'll you very precise dps that you'll be doing against p1 that's awesome
0: um, see that's what yeah. i love about it and like i've been able to the other really cool thing is i don't feel like i was ever able to understand spec dps so like mm-hmm. specking with claws specking with other things the really cool thing is like you've made it so simple to just change a weapon to a certain amount of ticks like just you know so i could yeah. just say yeah, yeah. i could just It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Imagine, like, with Seracna, how, like, you get stuck and stuff. I can literally just change the ticks to, like, one tick. Like, what's what's the DPS of doing a C see how, like, if it's only... You know, one mm-hmm. tick or something. Yeah, like.
1: and you can do like five point two, like scythe. Exactly. Stuff. I love. Shout that. out to uh, Bubsy. Bubsy um, kind of gave me a lot of the like. He's a big PBMer. He's in the summit. He 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 told me a lot about like what it should have kind of thing, like stuff that I probably wouldn't use, but like other people would use. So that's. So he, he, he helped a lot, and a lot of people helped a lot with just ideas. So. Yeah.
0: No, I. Honestly, if you guys haven't heard of Fruit Deeps, so I'll I'll have it all linked in the description and stuff. It's like I'm, the... I'm
1: trying to get it updated. It doesn't have the uh, it's it's kind of embarrassing, but it doesn't have the um, rebalance yet. Just because I've been I got a new laptop and oh, like, like blowpipe and stuff, like pushing changes and stuff. Yeah, so I need to get the new bow and stuff on there. Okay, but yeah, um,
0: other than that, I should update
1: it soon, but I've just been busy. You know how it is. Yeah.
0: Okay, so, you know, you talk about these pvm things and stuff do you do you pvm at all like do you do things just in, for fun no <laughs> i mean i do some tobs here and there yeah. with the friends you okay know? so you, you have experience at least like with
1: PBM. yeah right like i know the mechan like i'm more of interested in learning the mechanics you know than actually like because i don't have an account that i'm like trying to progress you know Yeah. And, like so most of the time when you're pvming you're trying to progress an account
0: have you done the inferno
1: Ooh, i spent about a week and a half um uh i made it to zuck five times and then i just kind of
0: stopped so your knowledge is just massive but just playing you just don't really play as much and so like these things don't really yeah i
1: don't know like i don't, yeah, know. Like, can I can I don't... It's, it's just i mean it's so... crazy
0: that you're so like I mean, I, I, can, I can consistently counseling. make
1: it to Zuck. I can yeah. consistently make it to Zuck. I just I just don't know Zuck that well. And yeah. it's, like, it's a huge time commitment, like, per attempt. Oh, yeah. So and then the, that's the just,
0: shakes come uh-huh. at the end, at least for yeah. me.
1: <laughs> I did um, six JADs on a one-defense account. That's impressive. Uh, Resh actually gave me the account, um, and I actually got it two-defense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I, he told me he had like twenty of them. Okay, but he's. Chill. I think he was. I think you're just being nice. But
0: I used Rush's yeah, I, I Iron Man. Test. Dude, yeah. I didn't know Rush was such a fucking gamer until like. Well, for I guess, sure, dude. Yeah. I guess it's almost it's... been two years now, but I used his Corp Alt, his Iron Man Corp Alt for like a week. And uh, yeah, back in 2019. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I love like... that whole
1: uh, community. I was There's like Rush and Gherkins and all of them.
0: Yeah. No, seriously. And uh, I was like, "How? I did not know you were such a fucking gamer." Just died and everything. Just like mm-hmm. he had a very, very impressive Iron Man. Like if he continued playing it now, he'd mm-hmm. probably be like up there with one of the best.
1: I think he got like Turbo Chain Band pretty recently. Really, like beginning of the year kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. So he lent me the account. Um, I got the single Jad record. And I think I sent sent you the tweet about that. Uh, I got the 7.8 single jad, which took 5 ticks off of Scooty's world record. But I was going to try to go for the 6 jad world record using similar methods. And at first I wanted to do it on a 1 defense pure just to like... (laughs) I think that would just be a funny meme. Like, Obviously your DPS is like way worse on a 1 defense pure, but like getting the record on it would be funny. So that's originally why I was doing 6 jads on a 1 defense pure, but... They kind of um they patched out the methods I was using, <laughs> uh to get records. So, um, yeah, Dude, I, I didn't I, I I didn't get to go for the sixth Chad, and I ended up just like having fun. So I went tried to go for an inferno for a couple of weeks, but I got satisfied to the point where I feel like I could do like an like like I felt like next attempt I could get one. Yeah, kind of thing. but
0: it's almost like oh, you you yeah, don't even hardly like, play. Yeah. yeah
1: the point i don't know It's on like a throwaway account too like
0: yeah i see that so uh do you have any preferences or anything you would like to see from raids three whenever that happens or do you just not really care that much and and are um, there, also are there any weapons now that you do like ooh. you know design this like fruit deeps dps calculator is there anything that you almost wish like was a weapon that would just be so cool
1: yeah that's a great question um a while ago, a guy named Palfor posted a post on Reddit where it showed. It was called "A Physicist Guide to Rebalancing Combat Damage," and I, I I
0: can send you the post real quick. I think I've to. seen that. You should send me it. I this okay. was like a year ago or something, right? This wasn't too recent.
1: Mm, half half a year, I want okay. to say. Yeah. Beginning I think I... of the year. I sent you a JPEG. Is that fine? Can you show that without showing the picture right above? Me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I, I clicked okay. on it, so it's actually on the...
1: Yeah, shout out... Um, I don't know him real well. I'm in a cord called OSRS Math Chord that, that he runs. Um,
0: <laughs> this thing is but... way too zoomed in. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so he describes the idea of weapons that don't have normal hit distributions. And I thought this was really cool because... Obviously, I was doing a bunch of work with different hit distributions in RuneScape uh, and, and Fruit Deeps. And I have a generalized overhit algorithm that can handle, like, the, the algorithm is a function of hit distribution. So it can handle overhit precisely for any kind of weapon. So, for, like, Scythe, for example, you calculate hit distribution first, pass it into the algorithm. The algorithm can spit out overhit. So you don't have to worry about, like, differences in weapons. It's yeah. kind of a real generalized algorithm.
0: Just, just real um, quickly, I do remember watch, looking at this, and reading into it, and I remember mm-hmm. just how cool it was. Like I'm just, I'm right now, I'm showing the charts where it shows like the granite sword, the blowpipe, yeah. the Eldermall and stuff, and the Mall It's, it has a higher chance of hitting like a higher number than it does say like a five or something, mm-hmm. and like well, blowpipe's...
1: that's all just like hypothetical like yeah. stuff that he thinks should yeah yeah, yeah should be in the game. And the real interesting thing is that um all that matters for raw DPS is average damage, but hit distribution is huge for overhead DPS. So for example, like a scythe will have better overhead DPS than a weapon that is like equivalent attack speed and equivalent raw DPS because of Scythe, like it has like a more um it has like a bell curve, bell curvy hit distribution. Yeah. And not 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 necessarily even a bell curve, but it, um, has weird hit distribution. I guess it it kind of depends on stats and stuff. But, uh, and so this post inspired me on Fruit Deeps. You can scroll down and you can see the hit distribution of any setup. So if you put in Scythe, you can like just quickly view a Scythe's hit distribution. And it was all from
0: this Reddit post it was kind of what, what a do big you, inspiration. What do you think of I? This is fucking brilliant. First of all, but. What do you think of rebalancing weapons so that they do have different hit distributions where like they hit more commonly a super high number with some weapons and then less commonly with right. more numbers? like what um, do you think about that do you think it's just too confusing and like it won't be balanced correctly or what
1: no I don't think I don't think that um I don't want them to do anything like crazy right like Paw four describes like some pretty um crazy distributions. But I think stuff like like Scythe is like a great example of a weapon that um, has a n not a normal hit distribution and is better for that kind of thing. Like the way scythe works is just super cool. And I think Wooks didn't Wooks design the Scythe? Really? I think he did. Um, I think it was like kinda of his his idea.
0: That's awesome. And
1: I think he worked at the J I'm not real confident on that. I, yeah. I think Someone said that on Summit once, and I believed it, so...
0: Yeah, so... I mean, um, even if it isn't true, like, I mean, shit, I'll just believe it anyway, because that's works with this, so that's sick.
1: Uh, So I think, like, the reason I love old school is because they kind of have this, like, engine, and they're kind of, like, they're taking an old retro engine and kind of pushing the limits of it with new content. Yeah. And I think, just fundamentally, that's really cool. And I think the stuff they did with the Scythe, where they give you a really interesting, like mechanically interesting weapon just using like basic like the old engine like pushing the limits of the engine i think that's really cool so as far as weapons go like i would love to see them like mix it up i I don't like the idea of just like uh, um pal four talks about this a lot how the, the only parameters they can really change are bead damage and accuracy right yeah and that they, you don't have a lot of flexibility just changing those parameters everything's um pretty boring but once you get into like once you start exploring like what you what you can change just like with specialty weapons I think it becomes really interesting so, if, so that's what I yeah for, for weapons that's I'd like to see something like that from rage three like the scythe is a great blueprint.
0: So what I want to see is very simple, but I want to see a two tick, a two tick mage weapon that's short distance, like a little Ooh. wand. I've Been talking about that for okay. for a while, uh-huh. and and simply because like it would have great niche uses. Like it probably wouldn't be too great at chambers and stuff, and other places where you need distance. But oh, for like yeah. the Nilo room, it would be really good for like mm-hmm. maging the small ones. Just a little short. Yeah, short I, I love stuff
1: like that, like just diverse diversity stuff.
0: Yeah, because I think mage is like the most boring because everything's either oh, right. four tick or five tick and everything just like the same thing just repeated like trident sang even harm at this point it's like they're all just B- the exact B- same book yeah <laughs> so that's yeah, what i,
1: some of I was kind of lazy but <laughs>
0: oh i hate it
1: uh-huh
0: yeah i mean i don't yeah i don't, I don't know I, don't, I, yeah. I
1: think you're going the right direction with the rebalance and everything but
0: yeah i uh i know bc guppy and um he was talking like if if guppy would dm me and he said dude if if me and ge challenge could just have like full uh i guess uh, what's the word for it just like have full authority to just balance the game (laughs) balance the game like uh with different weapons and stuff like that it would just be so cool like he, he could do like a lot of good with it but at the same time you know obviously like fantasy and even if it did happen there'd be so many complaints of like fuck this over we like our blowpipe how it is and all this stuff but that is well
1: that's you're so we have a chord with the J mods, and they listen to like a lot that we have to say which i really like um g challenge and posted time there about like the blowpipe rebalance and like they took it pretty seriously like the stuff the stuff we had to say uh, just it's re- re- really nice. I I mean, I really appreciate that they're willing to like listen. As- uh, like especially in my head, like I don't think like we're that important or anything. So it's cool that like, that they listen to to us. So yeah. But if you go scroll through that G challenge was posted like a million times, <laughs> million times to the mods and they they interact with them. It was just cool. I don't know.
0: If, if Raids 3 did come out, do you think you'd play it, or would you even be intrigued to play with it at all, or it's just kind of like... any? Yeah, thing I, of would,
1: I would love to play it. Uh, so I was really inactive. I pretty much quit when um, Zaya came out, and I came back in early 2019, and that was a huge three years, 2016, 2017, 2018. Like, Inferno came out, both Raids came out, and there hasn't really been anything big since I've been back because it's been COVID for a lot of it, right? Yeah. Um. So I haven't played. Like, back when I played a lot, it was, uh like, updates were really vanilla because there were only, like, a few J months. Like, the big update was, like... Well, Z- Zora was huge, obviously, but, like, the big updates were, like, Cerberus and stuff. Yeah. Like, Reach would just kind of make fun in his free time. So I haven't really had the chance to, okay, I like, well... hop in... play
0: like a huge update i have to just cut in here have you done cerberus with a blood fury no (laughs) dude it is actually like you would actually be disgusted with how just stupid this Mm. game has gotten because you can now use an arc light with like max strength and just poke it (laughs) and i kid you not dude i did a serve task i got like a 30 kill trip i brought zero food i literally Mm brought no i just brought uh like 20 prayer pots two super divines, spectral, and some and a, and claws, and like, dude, they've ruined the blood fury. Is so fucking stupid. It's actually like it was. I was having the time of my life. Don't get me wrong, but like that is not how Serb should be. Where you can just camp there, and do mm-hmm. never yeah. eat. Like you literally never. Yeah, it eat. reminds me of leagues. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally leagues. I didn't even play leagues, but this is exactly how it feels.
1: <laughs> you God. could just
0: teleport out when the when the uh,
1: balls would hit you or the ghosts. Oh and yeah, just teleport back <laughs> in.
0: yeah. With the uh... oh wait okay, so
1: you played leagues? Oh yeah, I got I got the dragon. I played it.
0: Oh Jesus, okay, you're a fucking gamer. So you did the last recall shit all the time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you hear it? W- it definitely was a meme, and if it wasn't, it terrifies me. But people were like, they should come out with the last recall in the main game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I but... think the J mods are even like joking about that. Like, <laughs> or, I don't know what who's
1: Flippy. Isn't he involved in leagues a lot? Yeah, yeah, it's funny.
0: What do you think about uh, leagues? Do you think it's, it's it's good for the game? I
1: love it. Yeah. yeah, I love them. Um, it's just yeah, it's just they're fun. You know, like gets everyone involved. Um, it does take dev time away from the main game, maybe, but they're so profitable that I think for, I think they're so profitable for Jagex they can. I mean, they should be able to, just be able to put more money into devs instead of like sacrificing main game updates for league updates. But at the same time, and people love leagues though,
0: so it's like that is an update, you know? It's right? Like...
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right, right. But like, like some of our big J mods, like obviously Husky is real involved with the leagues, and all, all of them. Um, they obviously, they, they. Just, they're real involved in the main game, but during leagues. They go work on leagues, so yeah. Um, which I'm fine with. I don't know. There's a lot of criticisms because of that, but I, I really like the whole
0: concept, so yeah. Okay, Um, this is probably a meme question, especially with how you uh, answered it on Twitter, but Tanner Dino is asking, if you were to become a J mod for a day, what's the first thing you'd do? <laughs> I'm showing it uh, on my end, so people will definitely see your reply. <laughs> yeah, so the
1: joke I made was that I would I would be mod G. I think people <laughs> maybe misinterpreted it a little different, but uh, oh god. So if I was a J mod for a day, I mean, I don't think you can't, can't really do, do anything. You
0: you wouldn't do anything like that. Well, the whole I'll thing reframe that... the question. Right? Yeah, okay, like, go ahead.
1: I would love to. So we obviously like we've documented the engine as well we can by just playing the game right and we've kind of formed our model as best we can by just like what we can view i would love to just kind of i would love to look through engine code and obviously that's something they would like like that's (laughs) a big like that's a big deal right like being able to read engine code like i don't want to like play out that's something small but it would be just so nice, um, a bunch of open-ended questions we have about some specifics about how the engine works, about like interaction mechanics and stuff. Yeah. That I would love to be able to go through and just like read firsthand. Um. So if I was a J mod for a day and they let me have engine access, I would just read as much code as I can. So I think that'd <laughs> be really take fun. Take pictures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be sick. I mean, the nice part is... um Maybe... Never mind. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to... I was going to say that, uh, that I, I really like the JMOs communicate a lot with yeah. us nowadays about questions that we have. Um, That's
0: all I was going to say. So, here's a little question. I think it was somewhat brought up in Summit when we kind of asked some questions mm-hmm. for Summit. But, you know, people say you know okay so it, with what we have now like no, assuming no updates come out and stuff like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: are the skilling updates we have like are the skilling ehp ra- rates we have pretty solidified would you say so like mining for example um, 3 tick 4g is the fastest you could go and right. fishing with uh you know two tick swords like is that like the fastest you could Get with so, w- if no other update were to come out with your knowledge.
1: You're right. So you're asking me if there's unreleased. <laughs> uh, there really isn't. Um, I mean, there's some small like improvements. You know, like there's always something. Yeah, like small. little
0: tick savers here and there.
1: Yeah, like um, one thing I mentioned a lot about Hunter, and I think I um, so I, I don't know if you know this, but I know like. A lot about hunter mechanics, <laughs> like it's it's been a real interest of mine just like messing around with box traps and stuff so like
0: chin uh, chin hunting
1: yeah um uh i kind of i i kind of like wrote the meta a little bit back in 2015 like the zero tick stuff wasn't like done i just something i kind of popularized that found it and popularized that um so hunter is really cool to me but one, one thing uh that's interesting is that that people don't take into account is, is you know how people will like the the kind of the meta is to if a box track it's like half health or whatever or half um time left that you reset it yeah something like that it, it won't catch yeah so the the reason that is is because if, if two traps target the same chin and it goes in one then um oh yeah, the other one, this one just, all
0: re- just counts as like that one was already pretty much used is that why?
1: Right. And this is all really probably boring if you're in the summit or if you've talked to me in a voice, because I'll probably explain this to... <laughs> I um, want to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... So, the, the way it works is if two... So, so, the way box traps work is they'll... They target chins, and then they... It's like... It's almost like they're attacking a chin, and the chin is, like, auto-retaliating to them. In
0: Interesting. A sense. Okay.
1: Not Not, like, actually attacking, but, like... Attacking is a kind just of interaction. Targeting, targeting type. it. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but box traps are also really bad. About okay. So, so a box trap is both an NPC and an object stacked on top of each other, and it's kind of weird because like the NPCs NPCs can track a lot more data than objects can. Objects are kind of dumb; they're just kind of scenery. But uh, the actual box trap object is what like, stores the state of the catch, right? And I think the NPC isn't really aware of the box trap state other than, like, what the actual box trap object is, if that makes sense. So, like, the object can be, like, caught, destroyed, or open, you know? Okay. Um, and the NPC isn't, like, always real aware of that. So there's kind of, like, a disconnect, like, the information on where it's stored kind of thing, because they're storing it two separate places. Um... So when two NPCs target the same chin and then the chin goes and like updates the object, I, I think that uh, the NPCs aren't real good at differentiating that the chin went in the other box traps object and not my object kind of thing, right? So the chin sees that the, the, the box trap sees that the chin got caught and he thinks that, oh, it got caught. I need to stop searching, you know, Yeah. even though the box trap still is open. And I think I explained that really poorly, but
0: no, I, I think it makes perfect sense. That's so interesting that yeah, I, I here's the other thing about like Hunter is I've always found chin catching like the worst activity mm-hmm. in the entire game. But I really I, it. I felt that way so early on, and it's almost uh-huh. like when you hate spinach or hate onions or something, and then like you grow up and you realize like you actually like it. But just mm-hmm. the foundation was like I hate this, so it's hard to like start enjoying it. But I will say black chins with like slasher's bark and all that shit and like an alt and stuff. I love watching people do it. I think it's like really cool. I think when mm-hmm. somebody's really good at it, it's like a really cool skilling method. I'm just shit at it. Cause I never really do it. And, um, but it is, that's really interesting. I didn't know that, that the box Wait, is actually I, I want to get to the reasons.
1: punchline. So, um, it. the, the box traps can like break without being visually broken. And so that's why people reset them like early kind of thing even when they're still open. But the thing is, you can view interactions client side. So you can completely tell when this has happened and like predict when it's happened. And like, nobody does that, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> like, that would like be this, something
0: like... that would just totally speed up. I'm right. Like, it's probably like
1: go. a 4k an hour, 5k an hour optimization or something, which is pretty negligible, I think, but I haven't gone and tested rates, but like it's something that's pretty much free that nobody does. It just hasn't, I don't know. I not it hasn't been publicized anywhere so people just don't know about it but it's pretty free
0: yeah. i love and that. um
1: the uh remember the two-take Portcazard uh uh autocast scaling thing
0: yeah like it's 2s2g he was doing
1: yeah that that also still works for box traps and it's slightly faster in some situations it's slightly faster than both bark and herbtar
0: really it saves how do, a do take you do that situations. so how would you do that so you um do you just like bark obviously okay, you click so you... in advance. Oh, oh okay, so you would have the staff and then you would target a chin and then you'd be able to lay something like instantaneously.
1: A chin or you're like excuse me, or you're like shooting alt. You could just click oh, true, shooting true. alt for a tick and then click the uh and that'll get you right into the zero tick cycle. You click the shooting alt, and you click box strap and move in the next tick and you're wow. in the cycle.
0: That's fucking fine. That's just another
1: pretty small yeah. optimization, but
0: So but with basic things such as one point five tick takes. Mm-hmm three take 4g stuff like that do you think it could i mean i pretty i think i already know the answer and is is that it, it can't be any faster because there's nothing there's no other rock in the game that's any faster than
1: i that. yeah I, I think i think we pretty much have it all all figured out yeah. um i told byro i would use it one take fishing
0: what summit. was that, by the way? There was a one tick fishing that I I think I saw GE Challenge doing or something or somebody
1: well, doing. Well, th- that was just like a bug with Temple Ross. They actually broke fishing code and literally Pike was just on a one tick cycle. Or it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't check your scaling tick at all. Pike okay. wouldn't. so you.
0: Uh, it is so funny. Just sitting there, every single tick getting another. You could fish. get a roll every tick. <laughs>
1: yeah, but there's some like hypothetical methods. So you okay. you know like the reason that you can't two tick barb fishing is because you have to interact with the. Like the fishing spot, two ticks in a row to actually like have a chance at a roll, kind of thing. Um,
0: yeah, I never knew that. I was, all, I've, I've always been curious. I've never been able to explain it when somebody asks.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of things in the game. So, so there's this thing called like an interaction trigger that they define in in the code, and some interaction triggers will like set your interaction to be something else. So, what you're doing when you're like, I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm actually, I can explain this really well. You know how, with regular fly fishing, there's rainbow feathers and there's regular feathers, right? Yeah. And depending on which feather you have, you will be doing a different interaction with the fishing spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you have both of them in your inventory and you click the fishing spot, you get an interface, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. So you and then you manually, or, yeah.
1: And then you manually click click uh, which feather you want okay. with. Um, bar fishing and fly fishing. I'm pretty confident bar fishing just. Uh, shares fly fishing code but what they do i'm really confident is the first tick that you click the fishing spot it it doesn't try to fish yet what it does is it uses that tick to determine what feather you have and then it sets depending on what feather you have it will set a different interaction for the next tick kind of thing so you essentially when you click the fishing spot you're like burning a tick of interaction um so what that means is that when you're two-ticking, right, you interact with a player one tick, interact with the fishing spot the next tick kind of thing, you know, and you go back and forth. You can't you can't do that with Barb because you have to interact with the fishing spot two ticks in a row to get a chance at a fish. Interesting. Um, but that doesn't, like, you can still, like, two-tick with, like, Carambwans or, like, 2.5-tick or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's...
1: Uh, because Carambwans... Um, are like an inventory action kind of like how like laying a box trap like zero tick is like an inventory action kind of thing so it
0: lets you like save save a tick of interaction um okay okay wait Wait. so let let me just (laughs) let me give you a theoretical what if yeah what if something came out how game-breaking would this be i guess it would only really affect barb fishing i can't really (laughs) even think of another way but what if they came out with a stackable food that was that could be eaten in two ticks and there was only a two tick rest period as well so, like, almost... Right, yeah. Like, you know, like, Purple Sweets, like, you could just three-tick stuff. But imagine, like, a Karam Car- a one, except you can actually eat another uh-huh. one only just two ticks later, but it's stackable. Like. I
1: think... So, I, I think if we ever found, like, a solid, it's consistently, like, 180k hour fishing method just with, like, that they would patch it out the game. Like
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Because <laughs> they patched out a two-tick autocast kind of thing.
0: I, I guess I what know. would be cool about it is it would be a very... Expensive method because let's just say those oh, stackable yeah, food come point. out somewhere and like you can you can you can get a bunch of these and then do that but it's mm-hmm. like for billionaires you know like that want to right <laughs> go really um. ham like do you think that would be a cool thing for the game or is it just kind of like because eh? I've um, always I've always thought about like a two tick object something that can start start a two tick action rather than a three I always thought that would be cool
1: yeah uh, I mean. I don't I don't know if they'd ever allow that in, but I have kind of an aside related to that is before herb tar was found, um people used purple sweets to do three tick mining, which is really funny cuz it was like stupid GP and XP cuz <laughs> purple sweets were so expensive, but it was yeah. only like there was like the only stackable like is was, was the only thing that only took one inventory slot that we knew that could get like a three tick cycle going. So people were That's so using interesting. That. They use that for the 2015 uh skilling cup for mining because tar hadn't been found yet, which is really
0: funny. Dude, that is such a shame that that can never be a thing anymore. Almost.
1: Yeah, that skilling cup. That last one was so sick cuz it was like the debut of 0 tick hunter, the debut <laughs> of like 2 tick wood cutting. Honestly, so the cool. debut of like 3 tick mining.
0: <laughs> That's so cool. I don't know. I just it sucks that those days are just past now. Just uh We yeah. already kind of have it feels like as though we've solved everything. Scaling yeah
1: yeah i guess
0: <laughs> to
1: me it feels like the game's wide open because i just know how much i don't know kind of thing and i kind of try to i don't know i don't like not knowing stuff so
0: yeah yeah but I, i've uh, always um, i've always wanted okay is there a reason like can you explain why most rocks in this game have like a one tick delay afterward because is there's is there, yeah, like, a reason um, why and then uh, and then granite sandstone and iron don't have it why is
1: Ooh that? no, I don't know that one. <laughs> We've asked the J mods and they said they
0: don't know, so like uh, why they don't, like how they've why they've always been that way, why they don't have a tick delay.
1: Yeah, so the game is the game with stalls in general is just really, really weird because you can just kinda like sauce stalls in anywhere, like in scripts. I've talked a lot with Porcazard about this because I think it's like I've read over at like every rune script um available to the public right yeah. i think the way that they structure the way stalls are handled in their code is really really unintuitive from a developer standpoint and i think it makes it really easy to like, kind of accidentally put stalls into your code um like that like the one tick delay after mining a rock yeah and i think it's really easy to for stalls to be like just inherently really buggy because if you have a like if you have a script running Right, and you have like a stall. You can just put a stall in the middle of a script, right? Um, the stall will will per, like pause the script and then resume it later. And it's it, the reason it's unintuitive is because when you have like a a single script of code that you're reading, from a developer standpoint, you always kind of have an assumption that all this code that I'm reading in this block is going to be ran together, right? Okay. Uh, just just from a general like programming point of view, when you're looking at a script, you think, okay, this is a block of code. It's kind of like, like, um, th- this is like this is going to be ran in order together. It's kind of like a single like unit. But stalls just kind of like break it up and cause it to like this code that you write in order to run at kind of like arbitrary points in the future. And that's why we have 1.5 tick <laughs> teaks and stuff like that, like all these weird bugs to do with stalls is because
0: just kind of inherently from a dev perspective they're really unintuitive do you feel like um, that would have been patched like what, what was why is the reason that wasn't patch is there a reason why the um, 1.5 techniques like because you're saying you know if something were to come out like 180k fishing yeah. xp an hour that I don't would be know. broken they,
1: they even made it easier because you used to have to woodcut at like the southwest corner and they made a secret so woodcut anywhere um but that's one of those things that had been in the game. You could 1.5 tick any uh, farming tree since the beginning of the game. Yeah, um,
0: and that's one of those things that.
1: Uh, um,
0: that would I just, don't know, dude. I almost just wish I could like go back in the past and like participate in those like skilling cups or something and just like do something <laughs> fucking crazy, you know? Yeah, Solus had shouted me out because they
1: won the hunter with the the zero tick. Because really. I was in. I was actually a member of Hexus at the time. I was like a clan friend or whatever. Yeah. And I posted like the zero take hunter method, and um, nobody really took note of it except like Vior and like Ray and like the Solus guys back yeah. then. And they won the hunter method with it because like Hexus just wasn't paying attention. Wow. Um. Yeah. <laughs> There's an old tweet from Vior where he like shouts me
0: out in 2015 for the like thanks to I for the win. So wh- okay, so something that's interesting is like. The farming patches are kind of weird like the tree patches but also what's weird is like herb patches and allotments where you can literally go back and forth between like an herb and an allotment just by like you know you plant there yeah and then you click once then you click on the other one and then same thing with like the compost bucket if it's close enough what is up with that why why do things do that and for those watching i'm just going to quickly show you what i'm talking about just Mm -hmm. for those unaware
1: yeah, so I can explain that well. Sure, so I've sure. mentioned, I talked about the queue earlier, right? Yeah. Um. There are three types of queue commands. Strong commands are like damage that close an interface. Uh, regular queue commands are stuff like binge other. If you if you um, if you open an interface and you get binge othered, right, it doesn't actually activate until you close the interface, right? So it it stays in your queue until you close an interface. But then there's a third type of command called a weak-queue command, and this is Jagex's terminology. And weak-queue commands are the, the stuff that's really easy to interrupt. Like, you know how if you are, like, home-teleporting and you get, like, attacked by someone, it will cancel the home-teleport?
0: Yeah, okay, yeah.
1: That is a weak-queue command. Um, so the they're super easy to interrupt. Uh, the way herb patches work and it's really weird is the first herb you get is a regular queued command and then for, after that it will like wheat queue the rest of the picks right but what that means is you can click the patch twice and you get um you get two herbs regular queued on you but then they start weak queuing and because like weak queue won't up- interrupt the weak queue you can get like the double pick kind of thing going so Essentially what it does is it gives you, like, it starts, like, a home teleport kind of thing, but it gives you, like, a tick or two of leniency to do actions before it starts doing that. So it's almost like um, if you were able to, like, like clean a herb, like, you know how you can, like, auto-clean herbs? Yeah. It's like if you were able to, like, do that while also, like, crafting battle staves or something. Okay. Which inherently is really weird. Because, because there's always like,
0: like there's always like strong actions or something and weak yeah. actions in like the queue, I believe. Yeah. At least mm-hmm. what I used to read. Because normally like
1: doing one of those things will interrupt the other, but picking and herb gives you like a tick, like leniency where you can like do stuff without interrupting, and then it will start picking.
0: Interesting. The other weird thing is uh like um there's a thing where you can click the bank and then click a spell. So like Lunar mm-hmm. has like the superheat thing where you click the bank real quick and on the same tick click the superheat, and then it'll do yeah. the superheat thing, and then immediately after. And the same thing with yeah. um, eclectic implings where you can click the little house portal thing, and then like as soon as the eclectic spawns, you instantly catch it if you release it on the same tip. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's oh, yeah? Those
1: are Those are slightly different concepts. Um, So, a lot of this, I like to frame it in the way Hunter works, you know? Because, so, um, I want to explain zero tick plunder quickly. Uh, so so fundamentally, um commands that run during like an interaction with something in the game, like cutting a tree, are just fundamentally different than commands that run in your inventory, like fletching a dart, you know? Okay. Like so you can fletch a, like ten darts every tick while woodcutting, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, and you have a single interaction every tick that you can do. You can run like one interaction with slight caveats, but you essentially get one interaction trigger to run per tick um normally when you lay a box trap right if you just click the box trap and wait the box trap goes to the ground right yeah. and then and then you you interact with the box trap on the ground every tick until you lay it interacting with the box trap on the ground is just fundamentally a different like a different way to run a script than like clicking the box trap from your inventory and have it immediately lay from your inventory. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: And so that's what, that's kind of the nature of zero take Hunter. Um, I called it a zero take Hunter. People really hate that name for some reason, but to <laughs> me it's like, I, why do they hate it? Or why do they, yeah, call why do they hate it? it? Why?
0: why do they hate it? I mean, I understand why it's called that. I mean, you're basically just, everyone's like, Oh, you can't,
1: it. you can't have less than a tick, you know, kind of thing. But, uh, from my perspective, like, fletching a dart is a zero-tick action, right? Yeah. Um, laying a trap from your inventory is that same kind of, like, inventory action. Like, it's, it's not an interaction. It's just something you can do from your inventory, and you can do 10 of those per tick kind of thing. Um, so in my head, it's a zero-tick action in that sense. Um, anyway, back to the superheat idea do casting like a spell is just like an inventory action usually like enchanting something or something um but only if you like don't let it like queue up you know so if you if you superheat and then you superheat immediately next tick like it'll wait several ticks and then actually superheat you know what i mean
0: yeah okay i've seen that
1: um and so that's like another weak queue thing like home teleport and so, again, there's two fundamentally kind of different ways to, like, run the, uh, the superheat. Because one's just, like, immediately executes the other kind of, like, weak queues for later kind of thing. And the reason you can superheat and then open the bank same tick, if you, like, superheat on the exact tick, is because one runs as, like, an inventory action that you get 10 of them per tick, and another one is, an, like, an interaction that you get one of them per tick. So you can do both in the same tick. And that's really akin to laying a box trap and then running in the same tick. It's honestly like the exact same concept is why I took, I explained all that.
0: Okay, here's another... What, what cool. was the other one? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the other one was the eclectic in playing how you can just do the little house thing. Like, Ari Slash used to uh, stream. That's just... Same thing. Yeah, that's just some spawn
1: hit stuff. I don't know.
0: It, it's, it's, it spawns...
1: The, the order actions happen in a tick is, like, you click... It, when you click an NPC that runs really early and then NPCs do their, like do their updating or whatever. And then your interactions happen after that. So you like, like your inventory commands and your interaction commands, like kind of sandwich NPCs actions. Um, so when you already have that interaction, like uh, set to interact with the NPC, right. Uh, you can, you can do it really early when an NPC spawns because, or earlier than normal because you already have it like set and mm. it's like later
0: in the tick than actually just like manually clicking. Interesting. The other <laughs> weird thing I like, I could literally ask you things for days, just like, yeah, sorry, I'm kind of
1: just rambling. No, I love it, and I feel like I feel like
0: people kind of like this stuff if uh-huh, they don't know. Yeah. And you're explaining it so what, and I think they've fixed the chambers chest, but I think the seed vault still works the same, where it's like this. Shitty bank, basically, that can't Mm -hmm. click things quickly enough. Like, if you spam click withdrawing seeds, it'll never be as many clicks Uh, as you actually clicked. Is there a reason for that? It's almost like you need to click. I
1: I don't know that one.
0: That's so weird. I really really don't. I think they fixed the chambers one. I believe, but I, I I haven't done chambers in so long. I don't actually know.
1: It's probably because it's just like a shared. Maybe because it's a shared thing for the chambers one, and it has to. I I bet it just has to go through like extra. Steps, checks maybe? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you get ten commands per tick, but sometimes like sometimes like something will like activate multiple commands in like your like um your input queue or whatever. I don't know. So there's
0: some weird edge cases like that. Okay. Um back to Twitter. Riverton asks if I burn an umli, can I join Summit?
1: Um that's a good question. Burn umli. right? It, it definitely helps. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I won't, I'm not going to say that's an auto in for anyone. Because
0: so uh, what? So I don't know how to burn ennumely, uh, and uh, <laughs> I mean I've never really cared that much to like. Because I I bet if I like picked enough, I could just you know get some answers. But is
1: yeah, maybe. I mean, people ask a ton in the summit. I'm I'm pretty. I don't know. My lips are pretty sealed about that. I can explain, like, I can explain a little bit of the process behind it. If yeah. You, if you want me to touch on it. Yeah, for sure. It, it was just something that the wiki cord was bringing up because they have like, um, they have like a whole like section of like unobtainable items on the wiki cord, and they were looking through them and talking about them, and they brought up the burnt Umli one, and they were like, they like thought it was funny that it was like in the game, even <laughs> though like you technically couldn't burn one. Yeah. I was thinking like. I was like, I don't know if he like immediately. I was like, oh, I bet, I bet I can. <laughs> like as soon as I saw it, I was thinking, that I seems one. like something that's possible. Yeah. Do you remember Data Dependent?
0: I love ben? that guy. He, I know he's yeah, like really busy. Yeah, sure. IRL, he's been, he's yeah, he's been, uh, um,
1: away for about a year now, which is unfortunate. But he knows he um he had sent me like whole like documents about cooking mechanics, right? Yeah. And cooking mechanics are kinda of all over the place. Surprisingly. Like it seems like something straightforward, but um like he explained why you can like one take carambonds. He 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 explained like all this stuff, you know. Um it was really cool. So as soon as I found out about the burnt umli, I was like I like sent him like yo, this item exists. Like, maybe we can somehow obtain it, kinda of thing. And I like sent him like some hypotheticals about ways we can do it. And then literally like we kind of like put our heads together and within like an hour we had like the method like <laughs> like finished kind of thing just like oh, thinking about like how all the different mechanics interact with each other yeah um yeah and, and then it took us we didn't know the level that like you had like we didn't know like any of the thresholds right we didn't know if like you literally didn't burn an umli. Like, at level one cooking, if you, like, literally couldn't burn one kind of thing, like, with actual cooking kind of things. And so it took us a few days to kind of, like, figure out, like, some of the specifics and, like, like actually, like, flesh out. Like, I had actually posted the method just, like, publicly in a Discord because I thought it was, like, a meme and it didn't work kind of thing. And then um, we found out it actually just works uh, after digging a little bit deeper. It took us, like, four days just to actually get one. Wow, I don't know. So some of this information you can t- kind of start to piece it together, but it took us a long time because it wasn't something that like you just can do. You know, it, it's like at the end of the day, like everything's still a little bit RNG kind of thing. So yeah. And shout out Andrew McAdams, Shout out uh, um, Bruno, um, me me juniors. Uh, that guy's OG, really smart.
0: Okay. They both- contributed um yeah the, I, I love uh, is there any other item in the game that's kind of like that 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 hasn't been cracked i guess
1: oh we've been trying to get the burnt pita or pita bread it's i guess it's pita bread but they spell it with two t's so what know, is what UK.
0: what exactly is that what level do you need to cook that? isn't it just one um or what level is it i don't know
1: it? I think it's i think it's really low it's not one it's okay. like somehow lower than the only, um, even though like the cook level is higher so there's just like a bigger gap and also you um I don't know we just have, we haven't been able to figure it
0: out wait can't <laughs> you just like use a cooked item on a stove again to burn it
1: people say that all the time no that only makes for beef because the quest <laughs> <laughs> yeah people always like just use it on a range twice <laughs> use, it
0: on, use it again no like, but wait can you not do it with fish is it only beef I think it's only
1: B. Okay. Dan S has always spoken about that. Like yeah, this is so funny. Watch them just
0: do that one day. Just come out with an update, like, secretively, that you can just now burn anything. Just use it again.
1: Yeah, I was surprised that Umi popped off so much. Like, I thought it was just kind of this, like, little meme thing we came up with. But, um, people thought that was sick for some reason. I remember Bodhi was, yeah, um... Bodhi was
0: talking about it.
1: Yeah, Bodhi was talking about it. They So, me Jr. is a big RS3 player. He he actually... um. He uh, he tried, like, the same method on RS3, and obviously, like, the engine has changed so much it just didn't work at all, which um, means that it's technically a discontinued tradable item on RS3 that probably no one ever obtained, which is really interesting because it was wow. hypothetically obtainable back in the day. Uh, It could have been, like, this, the, like, next burnt... Oh, uh, what is it? Half wine? Those are, like... Oh,
0: yeah, I've heard of that.
1: ...double-digit numbers of them in the game kind of thing, and they're worth, like thousands of dollars in real life No, jesus we're kind of hoping um i know jmods are probably gonna like watch this and like like it'd be really funny if they just like coincidentally patch the method because it's like such like a niche thing it's one of those things that would like it just get fixed like uh as they say the jmods say they refactor code all the time it's definitely one of those things that could just get kind of like fixed on accident and just like minor engine
0: changes so it so and Umli isn't tradable though right they is, are. Yeah, oh, they um, are tradable. So, a burnt newly are completely tradable. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. I thought they were untradable for some reason.
1: Yeah, J J Miles are gonna watch this against Martyr's <laughs> secret scheme of getting that, the next half line.
0: Yeah, I'm just thinking <laughs> like, there's gotta be with all the updates that have happened. Like, there's gotta have been like some item that could have potentially been, you know, in the game. They're
1: probably, in just, in yeah. Um, they made um, you know, if you're in the summit, Drew's always talking about getting the spade uh from the uh so when you're doing the canoeing uh there's an actual item called the spade no excuse me the the paddle the paddle okay that they uh they equip on your character just for like animation purposes okay and and there's a there's actually a lot of items in the game that they just like exist for the purpose of like animations that you're not supposed to be able to get Mm. and things like the magic carpet yeah. Uh that's actually like a weapon and like that's been <laughs> smuggled before. Really? Like that. Yeah, they've rewatched that. Um but uh Drew's always was always talking about the spade. excuse me, I keep calling it that the paddle. Because um a lot of information is available in the cache and it's actually it was a fully tradable item, right? Yeah. Uh and there was some hypothetical like like technically like with the like all the server crash stuff like it would you could probably like get it you know but we're a lot more moral than um like we would never do that kind of thing you know like we're all really against just like crashing servers for like petty smuggles kind of yeah um it's just kind of a joke like a joke that he always wanted one but then like he like mentioned it on like twitter like a video or something and then, like, the next week, uh, you could see in, like, the cast changes that they had made it untradeable. Damn, <laughs> He was joking about it. Yeah. Uh, okay,
0: so I have a little quick thing I want to ask because you mentioned Magic Carpet. I believe, if I recall correctly, the Magic Carpet travels three tiles per tick. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep.
0: So, I am, so this is a thing I remember talking about. After after Twisted League came out, I was like, you know what would be so cool is if they came. And this is probably so fucking game, but ruining it would probably ruin the game. But I was thinking, what if there was a league where there was a a relic where you could travel three tiles per tick, like you actually have super speed. Like
1: yeah, we we've thought about that, but that <laughs> well, actually like, like the workers the
0: pathing it. just not worked out yet of how that would work.
1: Well, so the way pathing works is like you have a path determined that's like tile by tile and then you just like go two tiles along the path in a single tick so for pathing wise like you would just move to the third tile instead of the second one.
0: Oh yeah so but, that's all it would be really but how but would the issue is
1: okay. um co- content wise a lot of stuff assumes you can only move two tiles per tick right like okay. traps like that you're not supposed to run over yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, what is it? The, um, the firewall and Dragon Slayer two stuff like that. Sepulcher would be
0: Sepulcher would be crazy because I think those right, arrows are uh-huh. three tiles, and so if you could just, or I think they're actually four. Are they four? Are they one by fours? What are those arrows. Are they one by fours or one by threes? I think they're one by fours. Let me think.
1: They are. They're technically one by ones, but um, they will check multiple tiles. Oh, okay. Like Good. they they check your previous. We talked to the husky about this because if you go like. They'll check the t- like your intermittent tile. Like if you move two yeah. tiles, they'll check the middle one. But they only check if you move like perpendicular to them. They d- they are specifically coded not to check your like intermittent tile tile. Like okay. that's something like Husky did on purpose. So if you're moving like side to side back and forth, they won't check your like middle tile. But if you're moving like diagonal or like oh, forward, they int- do check your middle tile. So there's stuff where like. You can move two tiles left, but you can't move two tiles left and one tile backwards. Yeah, it's like an L thing.
0: or something because it would freak mm-hmm. out.
1: Okay. Yeah, and the, we were talking to Husky about that because that seems really unintuitive that like you can't you can move left, but you can't move like left and backwards kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Even though your like middle tile is the same. And that's and he still said, in like, the only Yeah. Game, you right? Just. You just yeah yeah he, he he said he just yeah he did that on purpose like okay. it's fine.
0: Yeah, cuz sometimes you get hit by an arrow and you're like, oh, "Okay, like I definitely I mm-hmm. yeah, I could have just moved directly straight over and I wouldn't have been hit by it, but because I moved like a back square as well, I get hit. This is really dumb."
1: And they have a bunch of like engine infrastructure now that they were talking to us um about maybe maybe I shouldn't just be like saying their uh, I don't know, sharing their words, but they <laughs> they have stuff for like um checking uh like intermittent tiles, with the assumption that you move two tiles per tick. So I think it would break a lot of that. So it's really hard for me to like know, like. Yeah. What, like, I don't know. I'm usually pretty secretive about a lot of stuff, so I don't know. Yeah. No, I it's just hard for me to know what I'm available to say and not.
0: Yeah. No, that's fine. I just think it would be really cool if we had super speed. <laughs> just watching people just dash by you. I don't know, and it could only be in the league because uh, shit would be game breaking. I think that's the hardest part about like our
1: community is like, I I'm I'm not like in it for like spoils or anything. Like I just think all this stuff is fun and cool kind of thing. Yeah. But then like you kind of have to like be secretive about everything because I don't know people get the stuff gets patched so fast. I
0: know. I know you and can't the, really
1: be sharing stuff. And there's know.
0: some things that it's just like that. It's so good that if you share it at all, which is real, it's really fun to share things that you discover. But it's like, yeah, right. And I'm, that, I'm pretty uh,
1: open about things that I, I specifically find.
0: But but I have to be things. really quiet about
1: anything anyone like
0: tells me or anything. Okay, interesting. So, um. Port Gazard is asking, who is Dog Pill? Who is Dog Pill?" Ooh, uh, that guy, he's the man, the myth, the
1: legend. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think that's all I can really say about that. I mean, <laughs> guys know G, um, great hardcore. Uh he had a sick challenge back in the day. You know G challenge and Port Gazard are doing the Red X challenges? Yeah. Uh Dogpill had like a really cool one where um the challenge was to use a... You had to start with an empty inventory, nothing on you. You couldn't, like, uh, drop trade items or anything. You couldn't bank. And you had to use a redberry pie on Thirko in the least amount of red X clicks. Oh, X I remember clicks. that.
0: That was, like, the OG challenge, wasn't it? Was that before yeah. any of GE challenges?
1: No, it was inspired by oh. G challenges challenges. Okay, and I remember the winning, this one, though. Um, The winning submission was really smart he actually found the player named thurgo in the game right and the the rules had never specified that you can't use the player named thurgo so he found the player (laughs) named thurgo uh in the game and used a red berry pie on him and won the challenge for that that's funny as fuck G challenge was really angry about that one i think (laughs) (laughs) i bet oh god (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he had some... G- Gekum had some cool solutions, I'm not going to lie, but I think the player the player named John that I had mentioned earlier, who uh, inspired Northeast only, uh, he was actually the guy who won it. Smart, smart guy, you know, I mean. Came up with Northeast only, came up with the Bill challenge solution. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, um, Colton asks, who is the originator of the Pikey squad? And where did you where why is your um Twitter at pikey Swad? what does that mean yeah that's a great question i appreciate that you asked
1: that um so i i want to address the fact that pikey is a, evidently um i guess it's some sort of it's it's a bad word in the u k oh, okay um i guess in America it's like completely meaningless i've never and, heard of it yeah right like i don't have any like uk people would be like oh that's and it's kind of I, th- I think it kind of looks bad on me because like obviously the jmods are all from cambridge oh. but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's probably not good i don't mean anything by it okay. but um it's just a fish uh pike but yeah. there's this uh friend group that i've been with um playing runescape since like 2012 we were all like level threes on like pre-eoc um you know who drinks is from drink swaps
0: uh, I think I've heard. Uh, I've p- heard
1: of him. Prop swap leader with Zulu. I've heard um, of him. Yeah, Dreaks. Uh, Colton is also in there. Um, oh yeah, Dreeks wanted a shout out. <laughs> kind of funny. I'm giving him one, but um, <laughs> yeah. So Pikey Spot is actually a group that is like a just like a friend group that we would call the our, our name ourselves, like our Snapchat group name, kind of way back in the day. Um, my Twitter started as like a pikey Squad like group group Twitter, um, but I was the only one like active on it because I didn't have a Runescape Twitter, so I was kind of like caring. and then it just slowly kind of became my Twitter. It's really funny, like this actually isn't my Twitter technically. <laughs> it's just like I kind of slowly it. like, yeah, I just slowly like, um, took it over. So now my name is like I like the OG like from my friend group. Like I'm repping the. That's funny, uh, Pikey Squad. It's funny because people will call me like Pikey or Pikey Squad when it's just like a group of yeah. friends that we have. That yeah, was the coordinator like... is probably uh, Runar, it's just some guy. But to answer the question,
0: interesting. Okay, um, Drew asks, tell us about what got you into deeper gameplay. Who are were your inspirations, and then he's also yeah. asking, what are your current goals? I think
1: I, I touched on this a bit. Um, uh, Great Orb project way back in the day oh, yeah. kind of got me started, and then Pathum I think was the big the big guy, um, who kind of got me really started. Um, like I had been pretty inf- like slightly influential in 2015 with some skilling stuff, um, but then I came back to the game early 2019, and I was kind of just like doing my own thing, like exploring stuff on my own kind of thing and like that's kind of how i got involved with rindy I just, it's just kind of i kind of gravitated toward rindy which is funny just cuz we're kind of doing i felt like he was doing stuff up my alley kind of thing I yeah. helped him with some videos back in the day on um, i met drew through rindy which is really funny <laughs> <laughs> cuz drew had helped rindy with his like Mauritania videos uh and then i think like, really, like, me becoming, like, real deep into the game just the last couple years and the stuff that we've been doing with the Summit, is all just been through, like, meeting Drew and, like, kind of us having, like, the same, like, um, mindset, kind of, just having fun, finding stuff, exploring together, um, kind of getting the Summit off the ground, stuff like that. So, really, the, the biggest two people are probably um Pathum and Drew, the okay. two that I've been the... Cl-
0: Closest with in that regard. What are your current goals now that you don't really? Oh, oh, Runescape, you know what? None. <laughs> no, no goals. Like account progression wise.
1: <laughs> um, all my goals are in real life right now. Like I kind of just, I kind of hang around the community, but I'm, I'm not as in- just this past several months since I've been working, and um, I haven't been that interested in playing Runescape. I'm running a race. So i I've, i told you i used to do track uh um, yeah mild track coaches reached out to me uh this august in three weeks i'm running um uh it's 200 miles but it's nine of us so it's like a relay so we each run 22 miles but we run it in like right but it's um you it's it's four segments so you run 22 miles but they're in like five and a half mile segments and then okay. you get like a three or four hour break in between so you're, you're running the relay but it's like you're like taking turns, kind of thing. Yeah. You just got to get through it all together. So
0: h- how? So you're running 22 miles, but and you're taking three hour breaks and stuff. But so, h- what is the actual like full time limit of the? Or what am I trying to say? Is it is it within 24 hours you're running 22 miles, or what is it like 48 hours? It
1: is. It is within 24 hours. Okay. We're probably going to go a bit faster than that because we're all, um, like, we're not like, like, it's not like a struggle for us, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's stuff like, we enjoy um yeah it's it's all day it's twenty four hours in twenty fifteen I ran a hundred miles with six people, so it was sixteen miles but because there's less people you got like less rest in between your segments, so it's three segments instead of four, and you got less rest so difficulty wise is pretty even, and we actually won we had won that race
0: um the six of us damn so so okay, yeah, okay so you're into uh fitness i'm assuming in sports i know you played basketball yeah. this man for uh, those that don't know i know i know you never said it but he, you're almost 6'4 you're pushing 6'4 right
1: <laughs> yeah if you want to brag, brag got me with that one but um I, I don't like running that much anymore i used to it's just kind of um it's with all my old track coaches who i was really close with okay. and i don't get to see them very often so just having the opportunity to go out there that's cool spend the day with them exercising it just really fun to me yeah the actual running, I'm not that excited for, but I'm. I was really close with all my coaches back in high school. They're starting to get a little bit older because I'm getting older, so this is kind of the last shot I have to do anything with them. So it's just it's fun. That's that's my big goal coming up: to race that, race that's it well. Cool.
0: That's exciting. And then you you said you got a new job doing computer, uh, yeah, coding. Um, what what was it again? Right, I
1: just recently became a um, full time software developer. There we go. I'm actually, uh, I can't speak about it a lot. I'm actually NDA'd
0: oh, okay. from a ton of it. So
1: yeah, um, it's been, a, it's been really nice. Uh, life's moving forward, that's cool. which is really good. That's cool. it's, it's life seems to just kind of like dull down a lot during 2020, you know? Yeah. Like for real. things were at a standstill for me. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people made it through roll, but not me. So,
0: mm. well, that's that exciting. Um, mm-hmm. Did we get any solid questions from when we posted in Summit? Were there any that you wanted to talk about? Anything?
1: Yeah, let me scroll through. Okay. Um, uh, (laughs) I want to hear some funny stories about drama around bugs or weird ways how you discover things from Bubsy. All right. Um. Uh, so back in, when I met Pathum and he explained to me, like, all the flood stuff, um, he actually, like, he actually, like, so finding a way to, like, flood the queue with, like, a bunch of commands was like, difficult. Um, he had actually, like, he asked me to, like, help him with something I was helping with him, and I kind of, like, noticed him, like, doing action, and I was, like, the kind of thing, like, like, um... He kinda like accidentally leaks me a flood and uh I was using it and then he hated this guy or excuse me, he hated this player called the Sarah way back in the day. Um and I had, I told I, I helped the Sarah like use the flood to like get some quest done on her account or something. And uh he was really mad about that. Um and I apologize. I got, I don't know if I ever said sorry to him, but like, I was, like, 15, 16 at the time. Like, I was just, like, a kid. Like, I had not really, like... I hadn't been in the community. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I was... I don't know. I still feel bad about that one. Because but... <laughs> Pathim was uh, big for me getting into Yeah. this kind of stuff. So, shout out Pathim. Um... Uh, I don't, I don't know. There's. I think we covered We covered a lot of stuff. They were talking about a bunch of scaling stuff that we already yeah, talked about earlier.
0: I, I, I was just scrolling through. It looks like we've... I,
1: I can explain the one-tick fishing hypothetical method real quick. Let's hear so I started on it earlier,
0: but... At bar, if you correct? Get... Or does, mm-hmm. would it work anywhere?
1: I think it, it works for anywhere, but... You know the blackjack items in the game?
0: Yeah, like the willow blackjack and stuff like that.
1: And you know how um, when you get stunned, by, you can get, like, stunned by one when they're attacking you? Yeah. That stun is actually... Um, it increments your scaling timer, just like eating a food does. And it can increment it by one tick if you use, like, the worst blackjack. Um, so you can, like... If you, like, rig it up, like, really well, you can rig it up where, like... Like, you're getting tick by someone attacking you with a blackjack... And you don't even have to, like, click off the pond. It will just, like, um, it, you can get, like, two consecutive rolls, like, doing stuff like that. And um, I think the method requires, to actually be, like, practical, requires multi-combat. And I think that doesn't exist for barb fishing. But I think you can technically, like, improve the fly fishing meta to be, like, close to barb rates with a black jackal. So if they ever release, like, barb fishing and like, multi, I, I think you can rig up, like, A blackjack method with like an alt to like it like maybe above slightly above ehp rates
0: so what what would it what would it uh end up being would it like i don't know
1: probably not not as great as you think it wouldn't be one tick. i don't think unless you had like enough alts because it's rng like the way it works is it rolls off your like current hit points so the less hit points you have the higher chance it does it is to stun you which is a really weird mechanic but the stun is separate from the damage, um, so you need like a way to like p- neck off the damage so you don't die, kind of thing, while like maintaining low hit points. Me and Data Dependent kind of fleshed out like an actual like working idea, but it was like really like out there, like in terms of like you can't do it alone kind of thing. Yeah. But it's like a theoretical like thing that. you can't
0: even hardly like practice. Because...
1: It's a ther- it's a theoretical thing that if they ever release Barb and like multi, you could like maybe, like, get pretty consistent like two ticks or something like that. Interesting. But just as a concept, like, it was fun to play with. I don't know. Would It you... sounds
0: cooler. This, but... Would you like a league that was vanilla league? So basically they just bring back exactly what the game was in 2013. All the shitty bugs back then, all the just horrible menus that you had to go through and typing ninety nine every single time you wanted to flush <laughs> some things. Like, would would yeah, you it, want that for a it's, month?
1: It's crazy, but like, what would you do in it kind of thing? Just
0: fuck like... <laughs> around, see how far you can get. Just it would just be a basically like,
1: yeah, that'd be fun. Um, I can't see it getting a lot of traction <laughs> no, in, like, it for most people. It'd, be, It'd be, be fun for me, obviously. But
0: the the other idea I had was, how cool would it be is if um. They had a league where you started out at ninety nine. You started out max on Lumbridge, and everything mm-hmm. you do gives you negative XP. So you're the whole, <laughs> the whole goal is to get to level three, like one and everything.
1: Interesting, huh? Um, oh, so, yeah. Uh... yeah. <laughs> You're just playing backwards.
0: Yeah, and so, and so like you'd be doing a method, and then all of a sudden you'd like lose a level, and then you'd have to not do that method anymore because like
1: right. So you have to like game plan about like yeah, like keep some levels high so you can train others yeah. faster.
0: Those are the things that I want. Just but I don't want them super long leagues. I just want them like you know make them make them two weeks. Just like little uh-huh. things like that, little challenges where it's like, okay, boom, go! Like who who's gonna be the first one? You know.
1: Yeah, I mean JMOs are always looking for
0: ideas. <laughs> yeah. It just it reminds me of uh I don't know if you've I don't know if you're a fan of chess at all, but there's like progressive chess and there's like suicide chess where it's like you uh then th- and then there's suicide progressive chess to chess. So like what you're doing is you're trying to get all your pieces killed. And mm-hmm. if you can make a move, then you have to make a move. So like what you do is you try to like set up your pieces perfectly so that like the next player has to kill like all your Pieces like in one move. It's like it's really crazy, but that's kind of what it reminds me of. Is like trying to lose all your pieces, like as a yeah. You should bring
1: uh, Fraser on. That guy is real into chess. Really? (laughs) Yeah, he's he's high. He's high elo. Like he grinds. I'm shit in chess. uh, (laughs) I don't I don't know how to play well, but yeah, I'm like I'm like I'm like 1100 elo, but yeah, I think
0: he's
1: he's up there. He's 18, 19, maybe. Wow.
0: I know our our yeah, next our next guest is uh, Sackon next week, and uh, he's he's a chess player. He's I don't really? know how good he is actually. I think he should, but he he. Likes Me
1: it. and Cancer um, <laughs> C7 played some chess for a while with each other, but neither of us were good. So it what it ends even. up
0: being is like you just have to start memorizing stuff, and it's like a lot of theory and just like reading, and I don't know. It gets yeah. to the point where it's like not even fun anymore. So it's like ugh, I gotta like. I well it probably is. I don't
1: fun. I don't mind that. Like I don't mind having like I think it almost once you like you have to get past a hurdle and then you come into a game kinda of like with a game plan kind of thing. And then I think it starts becoming like fun again. Is like once you kinda of got past the grind to, like kinda of knowing your openings, then mm-hmm. you have kinda of like and obviously I'm not I'm not great at it, like but Yeah. That's just from what I understand is it, that actually seems fun.
0: It is fun of to it. play. I have a little chess app. I do like little puzzles and stuff and then I'll play random people but it's it's literally hit or miss i'm like 1100 and so like i'll just play a guy that's just super fucking good because i'm around the level where somebody could literally just make an account and like they're actually really good but they're like grinding up up their way you know yeah so we I'll... play
1: a lot of uh pokemon but like the competitive type um which uh, it's like i'm going to compare it to chess but it's it's obviously a lot different but there's some like similarities where like you kind of have like your opening, and you have like your mid game, and you have like your end game that you got to get through. Um, and there's like an Elo system. So I don't know. Ch- the, the, whenever I play chess, it feels like I'm just playing like really like simplified Pokemon, but like <laughs> obviously the simpl- Pokemon, yeah. Well, the simpler like the simpler it is, kinda, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. more like com- like complex things arise from like simple systems. Yeah, like Pokemon's a lot more like open ended, like there's no like ai yet to like solve how to pokemon battle mm. because of like the whole team building yeah. um, we what? have like a cord that we runescape players play like tournaments in which is fun I don't interesting
0: know. i've see. i've never been into pokemon but i know my two brothers are super into it still like uh one of my my, my younger brother that is living here for another week or so until he moves back and goes to school he's like been buying pokemon cards like he's been buying like boxes and he's like planning on like Holding them and then selling them later. Like I don't I don't even know. What... Yeah, I, I I never
1: bought any cards, but I, yeah. I played the games to I like young and was just the I think the battling is actually like a cool cool game that people kind of sleep on. Like it's it's a lot um like it's a lot more like adult than you would kind of expect, you know, I feel like. Like there's like there you can be like good, like good at it kind of thing. Yeah, like, like this the objectively gap good. there.
0: Yeah. Yeah have you ever heard of the game go it's like that super old game it's kind of like yeah for sure yeah i, I barely know anything about it but it's like it's like super fucking crazy apparently it's so simple but yet it's like mm-hmm. you can just be super good at it
1: yeah i don't know anything about the game but being in a uh, comp sci like I, I read more about like kind of the um like the the ai behind Go solvers which is yeah. really
0: interesting it's weird
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I want yeah, it wasn't until recently that they just kind of had some breakthroughs in the last like decade and a half about actually like, like computationally like, um, becoming like having AI become good at Go. It's
0: all that stuff super interesting to yeah. me. Yeah, like it's, it's all the all same that. with chess. Like chess is now like mm-hmm. computers that just dominate.
1: Yeah, it was more complicated. Like I think it took longer to.
0: Get, oh, it probably did. Yeah. Go bot up. Well. Um. Pretty much covered everything, so. Unless there's yeah. Anything um, else? Is there I, any I shout outs you would like to give? By the way, I know you already gave a couple.
1: Hey, I've yeah, I've been I've just been name dropping people <laughs> like in the flow, just because I don't know the community part of RuneScapes Like, the, I think you might you might relate, but I think that's the reason that a lot of us are all here is just because, um, we all enjoy the community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's he's. Asked me to, he's runs the Pokemon court. He asked me to send him a shout out. Dan S is his name. I think I mentioned him a second earlier. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I like I like everyone. I like all the
0: community. I also like the shout out part because uh, I will say if I'm ever shouted out in like a ramble or a podcast or something like that. Oh this, yeah, I shout, out feel, I out feel <laughs> shout out I always feel special. Shout out B five. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah but... no
1: thank you i, I this is fun i appreciated this yeah
0: well we'll we'll have your um link your twitter link and I'll, i'm even gonna put your youtube in there and we'll put the oh yeah for sure. we'll put the summit um discord in there was there any there was something else i was supposed to be including in it maybe, um, not, maybe it was the summit discord i think there was something else though
1: i i'm i'm not concerned like i i don't okay. i don't fish for cloud i feel like that much like i'm I
0: don't need the attention. <laughs> the Northeast I'm, I'm Iron Man push that needs attention. That's that's some oh some pure gold on there if you want that's the what sorry
1: fruit deeps if you want oh yeah yeah, yeah.
0: that was it fruit deeps uh huh and then uh, I think that's it so we'll have those four yeah. links well B five it's Mark right yep. Yep, yep, yep. thank you for being on it man uh it's an absolute privilege definitely uh a lot of big brain stuff that. A lot of people are probably like, What did I just listen to? <laughs> yeah.
1: But um, okay. I,
0: I, I fucking love it. And I know other people that, you know, are maybe a little bit smarter than me will would actually understand it a lot more. But uh uh-huh. It yeah. was it was a pleasure having you on, dude. So thank you so much. And Yep, thank you. Yeah. All right. Guys, we'll see you in the next Sebe cast. That is actually planned. We're gonna have Sec on it. And um, the week after I will be in New Orleans on a little vacation. So there won't be a Sebay cast on the whatever day that is, like the uh, second, I think, or like the, I don't even know, the third or something. Anyway, but after that, we're gonna have a special guest on it. So thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.